music makes the world go round. It really does. I love. Hey, you know what today musica. is? Musica romantica. I don't know. What Episode fifty. Ooh, fifty. Opinions that don't matter. Adder, adder, adder. You know, it's one of those fifty-fifty. Uh, yeah, podcast. Look at you, boogie in. Boogie in. Boogie on down. Episode fifty. We made it. <clears throat> we have. This was either gonna uh, break us or make us. Oh. We're stronger together. Are you just saying a bunch of phrases that, <laughs> that rhyme and sound I'm a, nice? I'm a motivational poster, mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. A walking mm-hmm. motivational poster. It's a success behind you and then like some silly quote. Yeah, welcome to the podcast there that answers all your questions, everything. And none at the same time, yeah. simultaneously. We don't answer them correctly, but you know, uh, yeah, you'll nobody get an said they're good answers. If you write into us, we will answer you. It's like the family feud. Good answer. Good, good answer. answer. What is a zebra? <laughs> Nobody. That's no. not a zebra. That's a giraffe. Oh, I wanted to say giraffe. Dang. That's not how the family feud works. No. You pick like the top. You're trying to pick the things, the answers that people gave the most, like the highest or most popular answers. Yep. Yes. Cool. So. Well, 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 here we are again. Welcome yep. back to the audience, our lovely, beautiful audience. All How you do you do? How are you? Let's check in. I'm exhausted. That's your uh, your catchphrase this year. Let's, let's check, check in. Let's check in. How, how are you doing? How about for this podcast, it's let's check out. Ooh. No, not that kind of check. Oh. Lean back. Mm, if I lean back, I'll be too far away from the microphone. Yeah. Lean so back. It was a very exciting week. Mm-hmm. Lots going on mm-hmm. and nothing at the same time. Yes. Simultaneous. I got to get in the car and drive somewhere by myself, which is a very underrated activity. I was so jealous of you. <laughs> so the night before, I was like, do you want me to go with you? You're like, well, exposure to COVID. Yep. Why don't we just limit? Why don't you tell people what you're doing first? Uh, so I need new headshots, uh, which sounds... I need new feet shots. Yeah. You know, we, I'm a foot model. We need in case a lot you guys of things. Hand shots, head shots, feet shots. Um, but I needed new photos to be taken for marketing purposes. And we had tried to plan them and then COVID, and then we tried to plan them again during COVID and then we had restrictions. And anyway, it's been this long process of trying to get them to happen and everybody being tested and quarantining. And so it all came to fruition and was able to happen on Wednesday. And so I really like the way that they've turned out. I, just for the record, am very uncomfortable on camera and don't always do a good job when I get my photos taken. You just have to stand next to me and then... I divert the uncomfortableness. People look at the photo and they're like, what is he doing? I'm like, you know, no. my hands are all twisted no, around you, my armpits. You, it's funny with you. I grimace smile. Well, you did it only a couple times in our wedding photos. For the most part, you did great. But I think um, sometimes if you're given too much time to think about it, you get weird. Don't get strange. Don't get strange. Um, which my mom, when she learned that I was getting new headshots, said to me, well, I want new photos of you and Sean. I should have told you ahead of time. And I was like, mom, that's not that kind of photo shoot. It's not just like, hey, have him pop in here for a few. <laughs> I think it'd be fun if we did, and classy, fun and classy. Classy. If we did a. Is it a, classy? It's not well, classy. You decide. Uh, maybe someone could draw this where mm-hmm. we're, imagine if you will, Katie. Imagine. Mm-hmm. If I had long flowing hair like Fabio. Oh God. And we were oh, on the cover God. of like a romance novel. Oh my God. That would be hilarious. But instead of me dipping you, you know, in a dress that's kind of flowing i'm in the dress you're dipping me mm. i still have the long hair like fabio because mm. that's you know yeah what do you think yeah. i i like it what would it be called mm. canadian knights <laughs> <laughs> knights of canadia what 
I see it now. It's beautiful. Written uh, in very bizarre uh, font that only they reserve only for, you know, ladies' books. Is there a secret font for ladies' books? It just always looks like super cursive with a mm. lot of extra frills and twills. Yeah. That's nice. Canadian Knights. Yeah, maybe I think Iris will be able to draw it. Or- Iris draws this. Um, maybe Mark puts yeah. it into a couple of panels. Maybe uh, some staff writers pen this maybe. tawdry affair. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it clean. Keep it well, that's clean. Not, that's the opposite of those books. Well, yeah. Like Fifty Shades of Grey fits in exactly with those types of I don't of want books. anyone writing uh, that. No. I, I was just joking. No, here. more just like a goofiness of, of about the cover. Yeah, exactly. Like. Write a little scene. And she dips him the way that he used to dip deli bars at Dairy Queen. <laughs> Such poetic language. That's making me hot. <laughs> hubba, hubba, hubba. All right, we're just we're just fucking around here. Um, that's, that's oh my god, I dropped podcast. an f bomb. This is the first time in at least twenty episodes since I did that. Really? Yeah, I think. So. Well, I could be lying. About I don't know. That. Sean turned into a dad for a little bit and was like, had dad jokes and was saying things like, "Well, gall darn it." You got to try on different personalities. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, it's important to keep reinventing yourself. Are you like that guy from uh, the Agents of Shield? Uh, why am I forgetting his name? Where he was like an alien, but he put on the skins of other people. Oh yeah. What was yeah. his name? He was a he was a good alien. Don't worry. Yeah, I can't think. Of I his forget name. his name. It's been it so up. long. So many fall. shows since then. Well, We've we been... finished it, and I'm sad. Yeah, uh, for a campy show that we had canned halfway through, because we did mm-hmm. we canned it halfway through. We did. We revisited it. Yeah, it was like season two three years later or two when we canned it. Yeah, I don't know if we canned it for good. I think we were just like we're I'm bored. Yeah. And for the person who asked, yes, that is from Louis C.K.'s show. Yeah. It was very funny. His daughters are hilarious. Yeah, I'm bored. Um, but yeah, so anyway, that's bothering me what his name was. I'm just to look it up. Okay. Well, uh, what happened this week? Let's see. Yes, Let's what see. happened? Do tell. Um, we went for a drive, um, but not very far. We went uh, down the street, got some gas, and then we came back. Mm-hmm. And then you went for a drive yesterday. You went and got your headshots. Yes. And, and that was exciting. I got to talk to strangers. Which, like, never happens, and it was amazing. You're not supposed to talk to strangers. Well, mom always told me to take candy and talk. No, but people that, you know how you used to, like, have interactions with, like, like this photographer, Dan, who's wonderful. I didn't know him, and Carrie, who did my hair and makeup, I didn't know her before this. So it was nice to, like, meet people and do things I used to do normally and, like, complain about. I will never take uh, having a conversation with new people for granted again. I know. After, you know, when, when we're back into the swing of things. I think I'm going to be able to to sit outside. This is a big reset for me. I think I'll be able to sit outside comfortably with within other, uh, the presence of other people and just be like, wow, what a luxury, you know? Yeah. Just to observe people. That's one of my favorite things about going out to eat uh, or, or having drinks with you is mm-hmm. people watching. It's a, totally. And we love to talk to strangers and all sorts of. Yeah. I mean, we just love that kind of thing. Yeah. I always, I, I'm always curious about people. We've met some really interesting people. That record producer who, um, oh yeah, we're at Forma Restaurant. Yeah, in we Santa were having pasta, my favorite. Yeah, and he was out with his wife. They were probably about 20 years older than us. But as we yeah. were talking to him, uh, he starts telling us a little bit about what he's up to. Forma, if you don't know, it's this Italian restaurant. So there's regular tables, and then there's the bar where you can also eat, and it's it's really cool. Um, Wheels of cheese everywhere, so you know it's cool. Um, 
yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. The, the mm-hmm. wall of cheese. And then, so we were talking to this guy and he starts telling us the albums that he worked on uh, as an audio engineer. And he was involved with like, so um, many you guys, so many amazing Dan. things. I mean, he he had he was in the studio for this sort of stuff. And <clears throat> anyways, you get to meet a lot of really interesting people. You just have to be inquisitive and talk. Uh, who's Enoch? The? Enoch. You guys, oh, it was driving me crazy. The time, tra- the the traveler. Yep, Enoch. Or the time, whatever they are, not yeah. time bandits. No, but they're uh, agents of Shield. Yeah, Enoch was a. Do, 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 no, he was a he was a. Do, uh, an alien, for lack of a better term, but he lived on a different planet that later got destroyed. Not really, no spoilers are not really important, but he was a... Time guardian? No, he wasn't Time any bandit? of that thing. He was an anthropologist. Yeah, he was an observer or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But were... his his kind of alien didn't die. Like, he'd live forever. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I don't want to spoil anything, so... That's Subplot. Yeah, so uh, we get to meet interesting people wandering around do. town, but we have since lost that ability. However, we have discovered that we have audience members mm-hmm. who uh, have replaced the people that we meet in real life. So uh, IRL has been replaced IRL. by uh, otdmpod at gmail.com. <laughs> and with that said, we have some more letters oh, uh, oh, to jump yeah. into. <clears throat> Let me see. You want me to do Let it? Let me see. Sure, you can start there. I, guess. Well, I just sp- start in order. Okay, let's see. Oh, okay. Let's see. Hmm. <laughs> just keep saying. Forty-five minutes I go by. Fill the time. Hmm. Hmm. That's like when that I tell one, Sean no. I have to give us. I have a speaking engagement coming up, and I'm like, ugh, because sometimes people will do this thing where they they like a, a talk that I gave at one point that was like fifteen minutes long. They're like, can you do that for an hour? And I'm like, it's a fifteen minute talk, dude. Like, no. Uh, here's a dirty And then Sean trick. will say, just talk really slowly. Hey, everybody. Hmm. Um, <laughs> we're all going to close our eyes right now and do a thought experiment. We're all going to be quiet. And we're going to imagine a blue sky. Mm-hmm. And it goes clouds. on for like 30 minutes. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, that's done. And they're like, why do we do that? Next, no time for questions. <laughs> no questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So what do our letters say? Hi, Katie and Sean. Greetings from Austria. Hey, 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 it's Austria. Christoph. It is. We've Yay. had, like I said, we've developed uh, friends mm-hmm. with people around the world, and yep. I think it's wonderful. So um, He's an ongoing character. We, we totally see. made him up. You know he doesn't exist, No, right? I've talked to him. I've been he, writing this Christoph how, character. How for, dare you? I've met him. He has no. beautiful curly gray hair. I catfished you. Rude. I wear a gray wig. Rude. Yeah. Okay. So I wear a great wig. <laughs> I catfished you with. Can you imagine how diabolical yet mundane I would be if uh, I was making up characters for our own podcast and That's I was writing letters? That's just extra work for the sake of nothing. It takes a lot to produce a podcast, Katie. You have to make fans before they exist. That's why he says he's busy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Hi, Katie and Sean. Greetings from Austria. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. The beautiful country with a 24-hour stay-at-home order, Mm. but ski resorts are open. Oh, that's nice. Ours are ours open? Yeah, they are, but you have to quarantine. Uh, Barry talked to me about this today. He had a buddy uh, up at Mammoth because I was curious if we could get out and go to a ski hill. Turns out you have to quarantine uh, upon arrival in the town and upon arrival back in your hometown 
So if you were to take a for uh, fourteen days, yeah, yeah. So no, so it, you can't get on the ski hill. They're for saying 14? seven to nine. They're That's recommending still. it should be ten. So that would be twenty days plus your days. It I makes no actually, sense. <clears throat> Not to mention you can't Airbnb right now. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start over. Hi, Katie okay. and Sean. Greetings from Austria. Wink, wink. The beautiful country with a 24-hour stay-at-home order, but ski resorts are open. And then they are surprised that new effect infections aren't going down. Mm, I know. The ignorance, I tell you guys, the stupidity of it all. They just extended the lockdown for another week. <coughs> what me. bothers me about it is that this means another week without band no rehearsals. rehearsals. Yeah. No, my God has forsaken no. me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just not sh- so sure about the lag of internet connections, but we will figure it out. And there is software for this. I know I've seen like uh, people do live performances yeah. where all the bandmates are elsewhere. And in the beginning of the quarantine, it was really bad. You couldn't see them synced up. Like yeah. you too, I think, did one and it was a real stinker. I don't remember. I remember Snoop Dogg doing something. Yeah. But yeah. now I've seen some that are really synced up. Mm-hmm. So I believe you can do it, Christoph. I believe. Gotta believe. The only problem, mm-hmm. in air quotes, our drummer is with his wife in Hungary. So he could drum only on the cooking pots and maybe the frying pans. Oh, he doesn't have his drum set. I think that's slick. I think maybe that's fun. Maybe he's onto something. Maybe you'll you'll find a new sound. Do you see how I wrote this though? I mean, how Christoph wrote this. So how he could I only drum it. on the cooking pots and maybe frying pans. But he's with his wife in Hungary. Do you see this? Hungary? Do you see? Oh, cooking pots. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> no, it's a good joke. No, unintentional joke. Okay. <laughs> And I'm thrilled that I am a staff writer now. You mm. are, Sean Christoph. Um, I will do it as Sean an intern. Chris- okay. <laughs> joke's over. This joke's, this is so over. Yeah. Okay. I'll stop. And I'm thrilled that I am a staff writer now. I will do it as an intern unless you stand. Oh, unless you start making shitloads of money with the show. Mm-hmm. Fair or enough. able to buy your dream house and you got a puppy. Mm-hmm. Then enough. I might take a check. I don't need a Ferrari, but my family gave me permission to buy a Ford Mustang. All right. I I like where this is going. We start making shitloads of cash. Yes. Steve McQueen bullet Mustangs for all fans. Ooh. Yeah. I would. All fans. All fans. Wow. You just have to get a million fans each to follow. (laughs) And then. Okay. I'm already over. The calculations are. (laughs) So, uh, Christoph recently found uh, a Mustang, but it's exactly his age. The only catch is the price tag of 127,000 euros. Jesus Christ. That, that's a lot of money. I don't know that's what like, that is in dollars, but more than probably that, like probably 110,000. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but they promised if I win the lottery or get a big enough check as staff writer for you, mm-hmm. I may buy it. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, those old Mustangs are my dream cars, but it is the same as with a fancy huge home. The costs of upkeeping are incredible. Mm-hmm. It's a money pit. It is the money pit. Has anybody watched that movie? I know we've talked about it before, but it is, it's a must see. Yeah. But I, in the pursuit of keeping up a vintage car, mm-hmm. I like that idea of that money pit. Mm. And old cars are a lot less to maintain, especially American ones, like a Mustang. Well, you love old cars. Well, they're so simple. You know, but like then, you can take it apart. Now a car, it's, it's a computer. Totally. But I'm just computers. saying that like have the more cars you have, the more, not just upkeep, but just like driving them, making sure all the oil changes and the tires and like it, when you don't really need it, it just sounds a waste. Sometimes your soul needs food mm-hmm. and a vintage Mustang is soul food. Well, when you get a million followers, 
Yeah. And you you are also start making shitloads of cash. You, you can do whatever you want, baby. <laughs> Funny that you mentioned Netflix taking down movies last on the last episode. Mm-hmm. On New Year's Eve, we were watching a movie on Netflix. <gasps> Did it cut it out? Because we decided watching the same movies year after year is yeah. boring. A few minutes before midnight, we paused to watch the Pumarin or Pumarin and the Danube Waltz. Yep, the Waltz. That's the most important part. When we wanted to resume uh, resume the movie, mm-hmm. we got the error message. <gasps> air quotes. It seems that this content is not available on our servers. Are they fucking kidding? Exactly. They got to let you at least finish what you've started. That's like the time. Remember when we watched a Lego movie? Uh, I may have already oops. told you guys this story, but we watched a Lego movie. It was like for free on Apple or something through our Apple TV, I want to say. Yeah. And it was hilarious, but it was getting really late. I think it was like one in the morning. I was like, I got it. We got to go to bed. I got it. And the next night we tried to resume and it was no longer available or you had to pay, was it $20 or $25? Yeah, and I was like, dude, we have like 40 minutes left. Like, ugh. Yeah, we still haven't finished we it. We still haven't finished it. <laughs> he goes on. First, we thought maybe a network error, but then when we searched Netflix and sure enough, they'd taken it down January 1st. Ugh. I'm going to write a letter on your behalf, Christoph. Yeah. This is not right. I'm I'm so mad. <laughs> What's the, is you, it? Uh, if you start a movie, you should be able to finish it. I know. I like, know. That's just piss poor customer service. Bad customer service. You know what else is piss poor customer service? Um, what? Center Ice from the NHL. Oh, I love NHL. it. Don't because get, I get started about NHL. It's a great pri- price point, right? I buy the season pass year after year. I don't I know. I get to see all the games except when they decide the games. to. <laughs> no. But they black out some games. And so, you know, you have to do a little work around. But what really bugs me is last night I was going to watch the season opener. Mm-hmm. Very excited to do so. Mm. And Very excited. And I had to film some stuff. So he we was like, I'm going to start it and then I'm going to pause it and then I'll resume. Yeah. So we were one hour behind. But what happened when you resumed? Well, I, I said <laughs> play from the beginning mm-hmm. and it shows up on the screen. I'm like, great. I go to fast forward through the preamble. Mm-hmm. And when I press fast forward, a graphic pops up and tells me all the scores. When they when happened. happened. They ruined the first two periods for me. I was not happy. But, but wh- why would why would they not think to fix that bug? Like you don't, what if it had already ended? Terrible user experience. Then you like already know. Now I do love the product as a whole. I it It's so I fast. They black out so many games. Yeah, they, they mm-hmm. have some bad deals, like cable deals with... Um, like NBC Sports. Yeah, they prioritize them. And then the people who actually paid for the pass, if it's playing on your... Or if there's a possibility you could watch it through cable, mm-hmm. then they black it out. I know, but who has cable these days? It, Fuck cable. It's a, it's a bad system. It'd but be like buying a season pass to Mammoth and then like on holiday weekends, they're like, sorry. That's what Mammoth does now. I know Mammoth is the worst. Yeah. I've actually have unfollowed them, unsubscribed. These opinions matter. If these opinions matter to you, they matter to us. Does that make sense? Uh, kind of, but that's the opposite <laughs> of what our podcast is All about. Right. Here's where Chris, uh, okay. Christoph goes Continue. on. Mm-hmm. While I understand that they have to remove content due to contractual and licensing terms, they should at least let you finish the movie or show while you're in the middle of it. Agreed. Exclamation point. I wonder if the stream would have stopped at midnight if we hadn't hit pause. I would wonder too, damn. But who who doesn't want to pause and waltz? It's part of I'm the fuming. thing. I'm fuming. I'm this is just he's not fuming sean fuming is uh he, he did more gestures with your hands and, and then you stand up. all right mm-hmm. 
But I still prefer Netflix over Amazon Prime. Me too. Same. Uh, Same. I think it's a better catalog. Just user experience and catalog. Oh, the user experience on Amazon is a little funky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not this kind of funky. Not not the funk. Not the funk. Give me the funk. funk. Dun, dun, dun. We are not funky, but in our heads it's funky. Okay. <laughs> so funky. Uh, because there, when you find something interesting, you have to pay for it, and it's not easy to see at first if it's included in Agreed. Prime or not. Why isn't it all just free content? And then if you're like, I want to see what they have for to buy. I want everything for free, right, comrade? Well, we paid for it. No, I know. You you yeah. pay $100 a year for Prime. Right. Or whatever it but is But then now. they sell you add-ons. Y- yeah. There's upsells, but, as they yeah. say in the sales biz. But, but I don't like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes on. Mm-hmm. So I am still car hunting. We looked at a few cars, but they have all the same problem. Rust on the frame. Uh, the joys of living in a cold climate Needs where you use come salt. from Arizona, mm-hmm. California. Good Southwestern car. They, I was blown away if with cars. If we could cars. drive one over, we would. Right. Cars here, they could be like 80 years old and they're not rusted. I never had rust on cars. Even in Washington State where I grew up, people didn't. I mean, maybe my mom would disagree with me and I'd have to do, make it a retraction. But I don't remember having rust on any of our cars. And my first car was like over 12, 13 years old when I got it and there was no rust on there. Fun fact, when you drive a car off the lot in the province of Quebec, immediately upon leaving the parking lot, rust rust. develops around the windows (laughs) and the paint starts bubbling by the time you get home. It's it's a joy. Um, (laughs) The wheels fall off. Um, one of member of our community, I was doing like a Patreon hangout today and she talked about how she was taking her car, um, on, I guess there's a highway in Texas where you can go like mm-hmm. 85 is like the speed limit. And so she was like, I'm going to see how fast this baby can go. And she had like a little puddle jumper car, you know, just a little car. And she said, it felt like one of those cartoon cars, you know, where stuff starts falling off of it. <laughs> it was like shaking and like going top speed. And that made me giggle. Cause you imagine like all the screws flying out and then the doors shoot off and yeah, like I that. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's like that in Montreal when you drive the car off the lot. Oh, God. There's so many potholes. Just your car just, it's the worst place. In fact, that's why they test cars in Quebec because it's some of the harshest conditions that cars are. I would assume it's like Siberia. I'd assume the same as like even Michigan and um, Wisconsin, other parts of really cold weathers. Mm -hmm. It sounds like they have the same problem in Austria because he says because they all have the same problem, rust on the frame. Mm -hmm. So they would not pass inspection and fixing this is so expensive. Oh yeah. And our old car, which we can legally operate until the end of January, decide to have problems. Mm. So a minor repair is necessary. This grinds my gears. Me too. He says, and be prepared. If you want viewers content, I'm getting ready to send an audio message (gasps) and also a video message Yes. in German and English (gasps) with music or without. Will be fun. Greetings from Austria, Christoph. Hey. Uh, That's an interesting accent to just, sl- <laughs> just slide into there. At the end. I well, don't know if he'll approve, Sean. That's all right. Thank you for the uh, letter, uh, yes. de- dearest staff writer. Dearest staff writer. We'll have to oh, okay. send a letter back. Yes. I. You know what's funny is uh-huh. I don't enjoy reading out loud. I know. That's why I've been reading them because I know you don't like to. Well, it's not a skill set that I do it or that I practice. Oops, so, sorry. Um, that's all right. Making noise. It's not a skill set that I practice. So it's kind of interesting because I know I can read better and it's just. You read just fine, but I think it's because you don't enjoy it. It's not like an easy thing for you. No, I'm not reading the words in advance. Kind of, you know how you scan as you're reading? Oh, yeah. And I'm, it's just because I'm reading it out loud 
while we're recording and it. It's I an was odd just, skill. I was just reading a meme today from my uh, friend Catherine, who was the speech therapist that I had on the channel years and years ago. Love Catherine. She's pregnant with her first baby. It's going to be a boy. I'm so excited. Anyway, she posted on Instagram today and it was so true. And I don't know if anybody else, maybe this will resonate with you. But it was like some memes are just people typing things up kind of. And it said, I, rem I distinctly remember being in class when the teacher would, would, uh, you know, go around the room and make each person read a paragraph and counting the people in front of me so that I could read what I had to read ahead of time so that I was prepared when it came to my time. And it said, I think that's when my anxiety started. <laughs> and then she, then she wrote in her own, after she posted this, she said, and then being so annoyed when the teacher would make the kid right in front of you read two paragraphs because theirs wasn't long enough, <gasps> you know? <laughs> and I was like, I remember that. Yeah. I would do the same. And then I'd practice like the first few words in my head a little. I'd be like, Okay, you know, got to look for any tricky words. Make sure you don't mess it up. What was the word we learned yesterday? You made me say it a bunch of times. It was um, your... Oh, endocrine. Uh, endocrine, yeah. your endocrine glands. I said endocrine. Yeah, you said, have an I instead of an E at the beginning. And I was like, you're saying it weird. Endocrine. We went through this, you guys. Legitimately, if endocrine. someone... He's like, he goes, he'd say endocrine. I'd say endocrine. And he'd say, you're saying it wrong. And I was like endocrine he'd be like say it like an e not an i and i was like endocrine like the letter n <laughs> endocrine endocrine and you're like endocrine no endocrine no yes okay we move on anyway it was a funny conversation and then at the end i was like you put on the wig and you do the show and then he said nothing <laughs> i was silenced i said it looks like the Eagles are going to clinch the finally clinch NFC East. And she said, we're done. Sorry. That's one of my favorite parts. That's one of my favorite office quotes. Okay. Hello to you both from Sue, the long COVID wanker stolen penguin stem cells. I like the sign her. of the wanker. The sign of, the but also scientist wanker, but also, yeah, that the stolen penguin. People loved that story. It really, she oh got my a t-shirt that says stolen penguin, stolen penguin. You got to make it. I'm not a very good drawer. I draw. I like to do draw. Rings. That's what they would look like, like Simon. You know how he did his? They're like terrible. <laughs> oh my god! Maybe maybe we can have Iris. We could pay Iris to do a, a penguin, or maybe I can have Jules do it. Yeah, we could get a penguin. It's not that hard. We could probably just buy one from that creative website thing, the marketplace. Yeah, but I think it's better when our fans are engaged. Uh, engaged, you know. True. If you want to draw us a penguin, let us know. Reach out otdmpod at gmail .com. Okay. This is from Sue. Back to Sue. If it was a penguin doing the sign of the wanker. The wanker. Know? No, this is the wanker. Yeah, but he has his little flipper. He could. It won't work. Okay. Maybe some motion marks. I don't know. <laughs> it's a GIF now. We're getting really advanced. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's one of those t-shirts like in the 80s when you move and it would move, you know? Oh, yeah. Holographic. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Or you, you blow on it like hypercolor and it moves. He goes, ha, who, ha. <laughs> okay i'm happy to give you more background on stem cells and my research as you requested thank Perfect. you sue thank you as a stem cell scientist who only works in academia and for the nhs uh, nhs is the national health care system or national health system i think in the uk just fyi guys it's uh, the national hockey school actually so they have no interest no it's not so they have no interest in profits okay I unfortunately spend a lot of time pissing on people's barbecues with uh, with regard to stem cell therapies Many, really? 
Uh, yeah, so she says. Hmm. Many of the therapies offered do not stand up to scientific testing and are little more than snake oil. Wow. Interesting. That said, there are some amazing things done, such as curing blood cancers and slowing the progression of other cancers and multiple sclerosis, which my brother has, multiple MS, and my aunt, and, and France. Yep. She's kind of like our aunt. I feel like she's an aunt. Ma tante. A ma tante. France, I'm uh, plus promising research on spinal injuries. That's what I've heard the most about is the stem cells improving yeah. spinal injuries um, and heart conditions, Anything, et cetera. Honestly, uh, when people are paralyzed, mm-hmm. and I don't know a lot about like which uh, vertebrae is damaged to oh, then. Yeah, like your T1. It's It goes from top to bottom, one to. Okay. Yeah, I don't know the uh, the order, but like. At some point, you go from being a paraplegic to a quadriplegic, depending, depending on how far down. Depending on where it hits. Okay. I just think that if there's any way we can, you know, advance the science to help people recover their yeah. ability uh, of, of movement, I, boy, we have to take that chance because yeah. it, the science is there. Especially for veterans, too, like people who get damaged, like going just to war. Anyone in stuff. general, you know. I mean, I'm just saying, like, that, I'm sure by and large, that's the biggest swath of people who yeah. have spinal cord damage. Yep. I'm sure other people do too, but I think we're on the verge of it. We've talked about this before with genetic engineering, mm-hmm. and I could be wrong. Sue's probably gonna be like, tisk, tisk, tisk. Yeah, you, she just said. You're just living in fantasy land, buddy. Yeah. But you know how like a lizard can drop its tail and then regrow it? Yeah. I would like to be able to drop my tail and run away and then regrow it. I don't it. want you to regrow a tail. Please don't. Well, well no, that's just a bad keep example. Just keep it drop. Just yeah. keep it drop. And I realize what she's saying. <laughs> that wasn't my tail I dropped. I think this is like a British saying, like pissing on people's barbecues. It's like, uh, Oh yeah, okay. uh, like snuffing it out. Like you're you're excited about something. They Extinguishing the barbecue yes. with pee. But yeah, you know, you just like raining on your parade. Ah. Another example. Okay, she says my own research was in autologous. A u t o l o g o u s autologous. Yeah. Autologous. 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 Yeah. Stem cell transplants. This is essentially taking a person, usually with cancer, okay. taking out some of their own stem cells, storing them below negative 150 Celsius, giving the person chemo to kill the cancer, and finally putting those stem cells back into them to rebuild their blood system, but now well, rebuild it cancer-free. So that's like doing a bone marrow transplant Yay. or something. Like you wipe out the person's yeah. body and then you reintroduce. Yeah, so that it has the healing properties. Man, modern it. science. It I don't know how mind. long they've been doing this technique, but I don't know. We'll have to ask Sue. Yeah. So, um, oh, she. So she tells us a little bit more. So hold, hold, hold that thought. This technique has been used for a while and cured a lot of people. Unfortunately, one downside is that as people age, they have fewer stem cells and it becomes harder to get enough out of them for treatment. Ain't that the truth, sister? <laughs> Well, my research was in finding ways to make them harvesting and f- to make the harvesting and freezing of stem cells more efficient to open up the treatment to carry more people. That's really cool, Sue. It's amazing. That's awesome. Unfor- Witchcraft uh, a decade ago, I bet. You know, this would be. Complete- yeah, even the thought of it, right? I have no idea when they started dabbling with this sort of stuff, but let's say 20 years ago, just to be safe. Well, she said that she has been, she's worked in labs off and on for over 20 years. Oh, okay. Well, maybe they've been doing this for longer. I don't know. But. <laughs> But hold Amazing. on, let me keep reading. I'm sorry. No, you're you're fine. I was just because we're talking about that. It says unfortunately, COVID and now long COVID has COVID has gotten in the way. I'm 45, so came late to getting my higher education education due to many years of fucked up upness and mental illness. So although I've worked in labs off and on for over 20 years, I only got my degrees and masters and started my PhD as an older person. 
uh, I think life's a journey and it doesn't matter what stage you're going through the education process or higher education process, as long as you're learning at all times. Right. But yeah, to go back as an adult is, is really cool. I, I love hearing that people do that. I do too, because I think I'm thinking about going back to elementary to get my grade three. <laughs> But I think too often we have, I don't, I mean, it's our society. I blame, blame it on society, damn society. But I feel like there's this, uh, certain timeline that someone somewhere in a marketing campaign fucking laid out for us like 45, 50 years ago. And we've just been following it for no goddamn reason. Like, why do you need to figure out? Like, I remember. I don't think you should be going to higher education at a young age. I think the second you're done with, let's say when you're around 19, Mm-hmm. I think uh, possibly a year of service for your country so that you understand, and it doesn't have to be military necessarily, but something under to understand civic duty mm-hmm. and that you're part of a community. Like you're not always going to be just in your parents' house. You're going to have to get out in the real world, mm-hmm. but you have to understand that we're all intertwined. And so if that's giving, you know, you, you can check the boxes, which ones, where you want to mm-hmm. I think everybody should work a service job. We've talked about that. Absolutely. Because then there'd be less dickheads at, when you're a waitress being like, well, I didn't like that, so I'd like to order yeah. something different. Or you have to go work in the national parks or you're in the military. I mean, there's all sorts of different ways that you can apply. Give back to your community. Yeah, to, to understand the fabric of community. Yeah. Uh, sorry. No, I was just, I agree with you. and I, But I also think that like this idea that you need to, because I remember at 18, being in high school and being told I had to apply to a college and let them know what my major was going to be. Yeah. Hey, why don't you tell us what you want to do for the rest of your life? At 18. I'm 18. I want to rock. I want to rock. I want to rock. But you, I mean, I didn't want to rock. FYI. But I didn't, I, I don't think that's right. For me, I lucked out that I ended up enjoying it. And, and they're like, okay, on. you'd be a geologist then. No. No, but anyway, <clears throat> what they call that rocks for jocks and stuff. Um, anyway, I, I don't think that's right because kids don't know what the fuck they want. And then also, even if you kind of like it and then maybe at 30, you're like, I guess I don't. Or for, in my case, it was like, I enjoy what I do, but, it, uh, wait, I'm supposed to make $14 an hour. Like what? I, I paid how much in school and then I get paid nothing, you know? Yeah. Like, rather than retraining at the age of 30, when you realize, Hey, what I was doing in my twenties wasn't really what I wanted yeah. to do. Maybe your twenties should be all life experiences. And then you start college. Yeah. I know that that maybe is a little late. Well, but especially we're for living, women, if they want kids, there's all these timelines that people hold. Have your babies in the twenties. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm messing up all the but it doesn't really matter. Here, I think that's the answer is it doesn't actually matter. Right. If you can make things work for you, you make it work for you. Well said. What's it matter? You know? And and also to people who want to tell you what to do in, in a certain timeline, they can just fuck right off. Tell them yeah. to do it in their own life. Uh, was it Johnny Paycheck? No. Take this job and shove it. Oh, yes. Yes. Take it's this a great job. story. Take this job and shove it. Okay. So anyways, so she goes on to say, um, I was probably a year from getting my PhD when COVID floored me and triggered a raft of autoimmune diseases, possibly linked to my aforementioned fucked upness, screwing up my cortisol levels, brain development, et cetera. I didn't even think about that, but you might be right, Sue. Like there are uh, definite changes hormonally and like chemically, for lack of a better term, in our body due to like persistent stress and trauma. I never thought about that. I... Okay, so I'm not a scientist, a doctor, but I am an avid reader. Mm-hmm. And I love to consume information on things that are uh, not not just a mystery to me, which is pretty much everything, but 
where everyone is kind of starting at a loss for like learning. Exactly. And COVID is a great example of it. Um, There's an article I read Mm -hmm. two days ago and I thought it was fascinating. And it is about the uh, gut biome. Mm -hmm. Very important. Most of your immune system lives in your gut. COVID-19 and the relationship with the gut biome. I'll put a link in the in the description below. I think everyone should read it. It just goes to show like having a balanced body, something like that is in harmony mm-hmm. is really important. Now, whether this is true or not, I can't say, but they're talking about the fact that people who don't have their gut biome in order are uh, more predisposed to get, well, of course, are having your immune ser- system is- serious issues. And specifically, if you do get COVID, mm-hmm. it's really important to, in, in the subsequent time, once you stop shedding the virus, mm-hmm. you need to get your gut biome in order because otherwise... How do how does one get said gut biome in order? Oh, you know, uh, you got to make some kimchi. <laughs> well, you know, you have your fermented yeah, your things, obviously. Probiotics. You need probiotics. I think not getting out of whack with a lot of processed food. But I, I don't know. Like, I'm not a dietitian, but I... You read com- the article. Yeah, but common sense, like, would tell you to... Oh, like whole foods, uh, yeah, things eat, that aren't processed. But eat properly for a little bit, slow down on the booze. Uh, How dare Have you? a lot of water, you know. I and do drink a lot of water. Make sure you're eating live food, you know, yogurt or cultured food. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways. Culture does have to go see a museum and, you know, yeah, like music and mm-hmm. okay, yeah. okay, cool. Anyways, so he'll link that down there. Okay, and so then she says, so thank you so much for keeping my uh, for helping me keep my chin up this year. Sorry for the lack of a funny story. I'll try to think of one for next time. Sue, you're so gracious. Thank the you. The penguin story has given you a free pass for this time, but and other times and other times no maybe like you know five episodes from now I expect. A staff writer to cough up a, a funny joke. You can tell Sean to shove it, take this job and you shove it. Yep. Um, but of course, Sue, I'm glad that this has been fun and that story is just amazing. So thank you for sharing your penguin story and thanks for teaching us about stem cells because I didn't realize, you know, we think they're like a, a cure all and we know nothing's really a cure all, but it's good to know what they can help with and all that jazz. Thank you. Cool. Cool. Um, did we talk to them? I think we did last time about you not having a phone and now you have a phone. I am back, baby. Back, baby. Back and bigger than ever. But I thought of it when you said like you like to read things. And um, it was so funny because Sean's Google phone just took a shit and he couldn't get it to do anything. And then he, <laughs> I was like, I looked up to see if we'd go pick him up a phone, like go to our Verizon store and pick it up or whatever. And they didn't have it. And it would, the soon as he could get it was like six days out or five days out, something like that. Anyway. Forced sabbatical. No, but he didn't do that at all. He got his old iPhone from like a grilling years ago and got that working so he could do all of his stuff on that. Well, all I did was turn on my reader so I could read my news articles. That's what I used it for. Well, I, I know. But I, couldn't, I didn't have access to cell service. But it cracked me up because the one reason I think you don't sleep very well is that. And he didn't even go 24 hours without it. I did. I actually went two days without it. I don't I, think that's true. I believe it to be true because I slept like a baby. <laughs> slept like a baby. See, why do you bring your phone? He's so obsessed with it. Yes. You have a problem, Sean. We mm-hmm. need to, mm-hmm. I thought, And I thought it'd be interesting. I was like... You know, you know me. I was like, this is going to be interesting to see how Sean. And now, you know, like the voiceover. And now we have removed his phone. Let's see what happens. <laughs> it's like a Sean chimpanzee freaks out. freaking out in the cage. I didn't know what to do with myself. Start throwing my poop against the wall. No, he was just, you were just more focused. Yeah. 
Oh, hey, uh, fun fact. Mm-hmm. We are number four yeah. on Apple Podcasts uh-huh. in Azerbaijan, <gasps> Azerbaijan for leisure. So, you know, the Azuris uh, are listening. I, I wish I knew how to say something in Azuri. Hello. I, but my brother should, I should have had my brother teach me. Right. Because he speaks Azuri. If you're listening to this uh, in Azerbaijan, mm-hmm. Azerbaijan, because um, we have two different audiences. We have YouTube that mm-hmm. has people watching and then we, and have, we have the listeners. The listeners. So if you want to watch on YouTube, it's opinions that don't matter. Mm-hmm. And if you want to listen, it's opinions that don't matter. Right. <laughs> but I want to know who the Azuris are. Because oh. every time we bring up a country, people are like, oh, it's me. You know? Hello. Yeah. Yep. We're also, and this was very interesting, mm-hmm. number 85 mm-hmm. in Hong Kong <gasps> for comedy. <gasps> and I love, I love everything about Hong Kong. I'm excited. I, I would love to live there. So I'd like to say hello to all my friends in uh, Hong Kong. You know, uh, Are you going to create us right now where he says Ni hao ma, sik fan me a wu shi jana de rin. I don't think that's correct. That is Chinese. Well, I, I know, but I, I would assume it's not correct. What'd you say? Uh... I blacked out. What what did I say? <laughs> I don't, it's like uh, no. I said uh, uh, wu shi. Said ni hao. Oh yeah, ni hao ma, which is uh, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of hello, but with a little slang on it. I think. Mm. And then I think watch uh, this like a horrible. Yeah, should uh, be careful here with your Mandarin. Sick fen is uh, have you eaten uh, rice? So you ask and people. Sick fen my sick fen may ah is like have you eaten rice lately or you know hey at the end. And so, but it's like, you know, how you doing? Are you, have you, are you full? Are you, you doing good? You know? So, and then <laughs> you guys wu, let us know how off that was. Okay. Wu shi or how on that was. Yen is like, I'm Canadian. Oh, look at you. I, but Trilingual. I probably, probably just butchered it. You know, they're probably like, Sean, 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 you silly guelo. Well, are you guelo? <laughs> I know that, but I remember, so Rocio's wife, Lisa speaks Mandarin. Yeah. And she said, it's like, all in the intonation. Yes, because that one change can turn one word into a completely different word. Listen, if I offended you by uh, attempting to, well, use, just correct us. Let us know. Yeah, let me know. That is a dream to actually be able to speak uh, Chinese. Would be amazing. Imagine like, or you mean Mandarin? Well, any are those different? Of, by the way. Uh, well, you have um, in writing you have simplified and then traditional. So it's okay. two different, it's, they're very similar alphabets, okay. but then you have Cantonese and Mandarin. Cantonese is what's spoken in the and province. And they have Taiwanese of, out of, from Taiwan. But they speak, right? uh, they speak Mandarin. Mm-hmm. So mainland China speaks Mandarin. Uh, Taiwan speaks Mandarin. And then Hong Kong speaks Cantonese, I believe. And that's, it comes from the, the province of Canton, which I think is right across the water from Hong yeah, Kong. Yeah, it is right. I know it's nearby, but, um, but I. And then in Macau, I think they speak. Portuguese and uh, Mandarin, and they party like there's nobody's business. Well, Macau is Sin a, City. It's not like Vegas of the East. But like, um, as, as only China could do. Want to know the one reason I know Cantonese is different and that it's near Hong Kong is because of Wayne's World. Oh. <laughs> Remember when <laughs> he's so like, Ping Pao, Ping Da Wa. He like learns something, he's like listening to it. And he, and he like says it louder, like super loud. And she's like, what are you? He, he learns how to say, I forget what. Yeah. Wayne. Hi, Wayne. Okay. Next letter. Okay. Dear Katie and Sean, first off, let me start by saying you guys are so funny and I love you. This is the first time uh, writing a letter. And as you know, the other day when Sean's what's, when Sean, uh, oh, was talking about visiting the older people having Alzheimer's. And so they wanted 
uh, oh, wave to the peoples when your dad went to visit. Okay, yeah. So that they had thought that they were family. And I just wanted to mention that my aunt has had it for four years and was scammed out of $30,000. Who scams <sighs> people who are having a hard time? This is... There's a special place in hell for those people. So her aunt has Alzheimer's? Yeah, she had it for four years and was scammed and some, out of $30,000. You know what? I really believe in karma. And that person it probably has already had a shitty life, the, the scammer. But Who it's just not going to get better for them. I'll, they okay. probably look in the mirror and they just hate themselves at the end of the I day hope for so. being a That's scammer. like trolls on the internet. But um, it reminds me of a time, you remember this, my papa, before he passed away, someone had called him and pretended to be me and said, oh, sorry, my voice is weird. I have a cold, but I need you to wire me money. I'm in jail. Don't tell grandma. Yeah. That was the other thing. Don't. I don't want to. I don't want to worry her. I don't want to worry mom as well. It was like. they it's had weird. It was a well-written script to. But. Unbeknownst to them, I talked to my papa (laughs) a lot. And so he called me and said, it left me this weird message. It was like, hey, sis, just really worried about you. Give me a call. And it was like, you know, 15 minutes later or something. I got to my phone. I was like, oh, I was like, hey, papa, what's going on? And he was so, oh, he didn't even sleep the night before. And I want to find that person and rip their hair out of their head while I spit on them and kick them in the nards if they have them. Because what a fucking piece of garbage to stress my papa out. He thought he had to get me money. But the thing that really messed him up, because my family's too connected and I luckily have good relationships, is he was like, okay, well, I think I have a deposit slip from your mom for your account, so I'll just, I can just put that money in. And they were like, oh, no, no, I need you to wire it to blah, 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 blah. Well, he wasn't born yesterday. Which made him a little suspicious, which yeah. is why he called me. Yeah. Um, I love that he has like a deposit slip from my account. Very efficient man. But, you know, I mean, like they're going to, you know, it's just my family. Anyway, that, oh, I cried and was mad and all the things. So that fucking dirtbag. Okay. It says, um, okay, my aunt decided for four years and she prays to die every day. But anyway, she's like a mom to me. And I go to her house every weekend when I was little and she would read me a book every night and tuck me in. Anyways, Katie, how do you about Christmas? Uh, oh, um, what do I think about Christmas tree hats, Santa shirts and Christmas sweaters? Uh-huh. Says here's a picture below with me in a Christmas tree hat and a Santa shirt. Uh, Thanks for a, all you do, Jessica. It's a wonderful photo. I'm gonna put it on the screen, but I'll show it to you right now. I don't I mean I think it's a wonderful hat, Jessica. Jessica, that's a wonder that's a beautiful you hat. You rock. <laughs> I love that hat. No, do you, I don't know, Jessica, if you don't And the Christmas sweater or uh shirt. It's, yeah, Christmas shirt, a yep, Santa shirt. The Santa. The Santa shirt. I love that stuff. I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but about oh goodness, uh two years ago, my mom came into Santa Monica to spend Christmas with Sean and I here. And we went down to a store that was on my, that video we did about uh, my self-care day or whatever, that vlog day that we did. Limanaya? Limanaya, yeah. And so we went in there and they sell the the most fun things around Christmas time. And they had these little headbands with Christmas trees and everything. My mom really, we really liked them, but they were, that place is kind of expensive. I think they were like $45, $50. We were like, whoa, 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 whoa. When I see someone having seasonal spirit, mm-hmm. uh, not the spirit, like, oh, you know, but like, <laughs> but when they have seasonal spirit, whatever mm-hmm. your jam is, whether it's Easter and you like to dress like the Easter bunny, mm-hmm. uh, or if it's uh, St. Patrick's Day and you dress in green, you know, or if it's I Christmas, think it's fun. I do. I think it's fun. I, I used to be like Santa hats. too cool for school. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh. everybody goes through that phase. Yeah. And that lasted a long time for me. But now, I'm no longer too cool for school. You I want to go back up, to school. Since we've been together, you always would give in to my Halloween 
like dress up desires. I'd yeah. be like, we're going to be, and you'd be like, okay. Yeah. I came across a photo. I think it's the first Halloween that you came over to, you were, uh, that pirate. No, I think you were an Indian and I was a cowboy. <gasps> oh yeah. 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 See, that would get us canceled now. Um, you know, I mean, cause, uh, it's a Halloween cause costume. city kids like my, or suburban kids, suburb kids, Kids from the suburb Suburbian. cannot yeah. become cowboys. This That's is cultural true. appropriation. That's the thing that pisses me off about cancel culture is Halloween is Halloween and you're supposed to dress up like someone that's not you. Yeah. And if that means that someone of a different race can't dress up like someone of a, another race because that, like maybe that's their favorite well, character. Well, if you're being or, derogatory, it's a different story. But if you're doing it like... I'm, well, we were cowboys and Indians. Exactly. I thought it was pretty funny. You look great. And, and, and you're, you're, you're great. <laughs> no, but um, it's like on The Office when Mindy, well, Kelly, the yes. character Kelly, dresses up like Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City. And then Michael's like such a dickwad. And he's like, we have to be like Bendit, like Beckham or whatever. She's like, what? Because I'm Indian? Right. And he's like, no. And I'm like, no, but she's supposed to dress up like who she wants, like That's Carrie Bradshaw. The Office is so smartly written mm-hmm. that they were confronting that sort of the reversal of mm-hmm. uh, cultural appropriation. And like she had every right to be pissed. She and she had, had every, every right, right to, to dress be... up like Carrie Bradshaw because yep. it's Halloween. Yep. You dress up like who you want to be. Like she's Edward a smart Scissorhands. writer. I really, she's a very smart writer. I think that she's just getting started. Uh, but because she's had kids, I think she, so she, Mindy uh, Colleen is who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And she started off, I don't know if she started off at the office, but she was a staff writer slash actress on the show. That was her big, I read, I read one of her books and I'm forgetting, um, but I know that she start like the office was her big hit. And I think before that, oh, she was Mark, Mork and Mindy. That was the other one she did. Mork and Mindy, the reboot. Oh, really? No. I was like, what? Uh, but so she, no, but she started off doing like, um, I don't know if it's like not groundlings, but things like that. And then got into writing for the office. Okay. I think it makes sense. You know, but, they learn yeah. that craft there, but she's from the East coast. She was born and raised in Boston, I think. Yeah. I remember, but she did the, she did that show, the office. And then, she used that as a, a stepping stone to get a, her own show, which was the Mindy show, Mindy Project. The Mindy Project. Mindy, Mindy, Mindy. <laughs> travel, travel, travel. <laughs> yeah. Which, if you haven't seen that show, it's great because the opening sequence mm-hmm. in the first episode tells you all you need to know about. We were who, hooked from that. It was she's hilarious. She's riding her bicycle drunk down the street. Mm-hmm. And then she goes into a pool, falls into a pool. And yeah. she sees a Barbie floating in the pool. You guys said MIA's so Paper Planes, yeah. right? No, it wasn't Paper Planes. I, it was one of their songs, though, I think, wasn't it? Or maybe it was Paper Planes. Oh, no. No, no. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, all I want to do, do is, is boom, that's boom. Paper Planes. I think that was. Oh, is that Paper Planes? Okay. Over the Clash. That's a remix. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. I love the Clash. Great by show. The way. Mindy's a, awesome. I think her last name is pronounced Kaling. But Jessica, we love your shirt. We love your Christmas hat, your tree hat. I just don't like Santa hats, but everything else is game. And I I heard you guys, and I think the majority of people do not like Santa hats, Sean. You well, know? you know, teach their own. I'm sorry, but, you know, it's got to go. <laughs> oh, my God, there's this challenge going on. If you around. elect Katie for president of the United States, <laughs> no. she will make sure that all... Santa hats are canceled. Burned. We'll have a hat burning, like the bra burning or whatever. Yeah, you're like think. a authoritarian. Uh, no, people can wear them. I'm sorry. Author- Not a, I author- <laughs> an authoritarian. She writes books and tries to and really impose wants her will. to read them. <laughs> um, no, we don't burn the books. We we actually read them. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I hit the court. There's a couple of letters difference there between just the two few, words. Yeah, just but very important letters. <sighs> yeah. 
What are we going to do when quarantine's over, Katie? Um, are you going to run away from me? Well, no, but I'd like to like go somewhere. Me too. <laughs> Recently, I was like, and now I forgot my train of thought because I was oh. going to say something else. But there, um, we were looking because I we just need to get out of this apartment. And I was like, well, where could we go? Because I was like, well, even if, you know, I was like, maybe we just quarantine, get tested, drive up to Washington, just hang out there for a while. And Sean's like, yeah. And I'm like, I feel like it's hard for us to move everything. He's like, it's really not that hard. And I'm like, that's just a lot. It's like 18 hours and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's like a long drive. Well, probably more like 20, 22, depending on stops and whatever. But anyway, and we're talking about that. And I was like, maybe we'll just go to Palm Springs or, or Lake Arrowhead or Big Bear. Not or something. allowed. You can't, you guys. And I understand, but also I don't because... I, it's be, it's like, I feel like I'm that kid in class that is doing the, all the right things. And then some fucking loser keeps messing it up. And then I am forced as a group to, to still reset. be in timeout. Like the, the clock gets reset because idiots were renting Airbnbs and throwing parties, big parties. And so Did now you see the footage of that big one mm, out in the desert. Yeah. And there's, so, it looks like a thousand people partying. And like, over Christmas, even like some of my friends have shared other photos that people they follow have shared like Merry Christmas with like 80 people in their, hou- their Alabama, house. Alabama, Alabama. Okay, that's Shame. enough. Okay, that's enough. But the point is that with Airbnb then, they came under fire because people are posting these photos of them and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And now you can't unless you're an essential worker or there's like all these certain things you have to do. And maybe we could rent it and get away with it. However, I don't, it's, you know. Again, we're just doing what we're supposed to do. Just hate, doing what the machine tells me. I hate me. being a rule follower to this extent. Yeah. So anyway, and also we're that- we nerds. But then I also was thinking like that wouldn't scratch the itch because the itch is I want to see people and talk to people and engage with different people. And that's just you and me in a different place. Yeah. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. <laughs> okay. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. It had a pretty good sound. That was you pretty know? good. Oh, this is what I was going to say. I was going to say. Back into it. <laughs> there is this funny challenge on TikTok. If you need a good giggle, if you had a rough day, I encourage you to look this up. I think you have to, it's the hashtag make that sound. Okay. So it's a make that sound uh, challenge. Challenge. And it's hilarious. So you get things from around your house that make noise. And unfortunately, no, that's not how it works. So it's like, um, I don't have anything right now, but like the lens cap or something and you make the noise that it makes and then you mimic it with your mouth. The other person does. So like I find something for you and I'd like, let's say I squirt out lotion. It goes, and then you have to go, you know, (laughs) and you try to make the noise and it's really funny. And it's a lot of, you know, roommates, brothers, sisters, couples. It's hilarious. I highly recommend. So I watched a lot of that last time. I went down a rabbit hole and then obviously watched my animals. So, that's all I have about that. Moving on to the next letter. And thank you, Jessica, for sending in that adorable photo. Okay. This is from M. Hi, M. Says, hey, Katie and Sean. Hope you guys are okay over there. I'm in Australia and USA looks like a circus from our news. I feel for you guys. It's been a lot. It's just, it's kind of scary. Yeah, but we're all going through it. And yeah. that's the interesting we're thing. In global. It together. We are truly global. We get sick together. We party together. <laughs> fly around the world together. We deal with political issues, riots, and things together. Mm. We've been doing it for a while. Interconnected. We're all connected. 
says, so I was going to send this to AKA, but I thought it would be much more suited for both of you. Oh. Here we go. Okay, so I am 10 years into this relationship. Get ready. Okay. Married for two and finding myself getting turned off by the amount (laughs) my wife farts and hearing her on the toilet. (gasps) I'm female too, so don't know if this is impacting my disgust levels. Laughy face. She's a nurse, so it doesn't bother her. And when I mention it to her, she gets annoyed and tells me that she has irritable bowel syndrome, which she does, and can't help it. What do I do? It's killing the romance, and I know she can't help it. What are your thoughts on farting in front of each other? I can't wait to hear your advice on this one. Take care, M. You can smell it. (laughs) (laughs) If you sniff real hard. Uh, Noise-canceling headphones? I think, so there's a couple, I have a couple of thoughts. Now, aside from getting a bigger house or having a bathroom in the back and you go out in the front or like insulating the bathroom more so it's not so, or putting in a really loud fan in the bathroom. Get yourself a Google Assistant little puck and then put on some uh, Van Halen. Put on uh, the, the, what what I would call the poop music and poop away. (laughs) Make it something real bassy. I want to rock. <laughs> <laughs> Just then the song was pumping, but they paused for emphasis. And then I made a noise. And then the farts. Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to rip the bandaid off. Yeah. You have to put a movie in and you have to watch the scene. And that scene would be, I'm sending it to you, Katie. What scene would desensitize someone with exposure Dumb therapy? And dumber? Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, if you don't know, we're talking about Dumb and Dumber when he gets all the laxative, or he, you know, he's really his friend like poisons him with laxative, and then he's at the girl's house pooping like crazy in the toilet. But in all seriousness, putting music on, like Sean's point, I like that. You should also maybe have the TV on. I know this sounds very silly and overwhelming, but if it's turning you off, then you either need to put earplugs in or have some noise going because she can't help it. And so what what can we help then? It's a medical condition, so you yeah. have to work around it on your side. Also, ch- changing the way you think about it, because one the book that I always get, and this is kind of off topic, but also funny, the book that I always get from my friends who have kids is Everybody Poops. It's Never read it, so therefore I'm embarrassed. <laughs> well, Sean, I mean, we we don't fart in front of each other, really. Sometimes, but I not all behind the time. You. <laughs> soon, as soon it as you me. turn your back on me, Pew. was that you? Pew. No. Pew wee. <laughs> I don't know. It was the dog. We don't have a dog. Well, we're going to get a we're dog. We're going to get one. It's then just, I'm going to blame it on he's him. He's leaving the farts here ahead of time. Um, I mean, we fart, but not like fart in front of each other like we don't play the fart game i don't walk up to you and like uh thank god because i grew up with that and i've had enough um it's the fart game you'll play one but we also i mean there comes a point too where you just kind of have to like you just you know you live together you have to poop and fart and everybody poops so i really think that that book is hilarious and it's i think part of it is just us understanding that it has nothing to do with our sexuality it's just part of being a human yeah it's funny because people are uh real proud of their burps like you I mean, make a good burp noise, you know? Not necessarily. I think yeah, that's, but I think that's, it's more socially acceptable. Like you don't, you don't fart well, at the dinner like, table, but you could go, <clears throat> excuse yeah. me, burp, 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 you know? Yeah. But you don't uh, say, excuse me, and then toot, toot, toot at the dinner <laughs> table. <laughs> I want a toot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. You really don't. Um, I mean, you could, but. But I think it's a joint effort. I think on her part, she's going to, you get one of the little Google pucks. If we had an extra one, we'd ship it to you. <clears throat> Put on some music that's loud. 
you also either need to put your plugs in or put the TV on. I know this sounds ridiculous and, but also then you need to talk yourself out of that. Like that. It's not, you know, that it's like disgusting you because again, maybe I should buy you that book. Everybody poops. It's, uh, we're, <laughs> we should put a link to our Amazon store and put it. In there. <laughs> no, but I, I get it. But sometimes I think that we, I was just listening to this podcast from, it's called, where do I begin? And it's by Esther Perel. I can't recommend it enough. She's a psychologist, I think, or a therapist. And and she's very good at what she does. And she, her actual, her specialty is relationships. And I take notes when I listen to these podcasts, because she has so many great little, I don't know, nuggets of helpful information. And one of the things she said that's always resonated with me is, and I'm not going to do it service. I'm not reading the exact note right now. I'd have to scroll to find it. But Essentially, she says, it's a myth and a harmful myth at that to think that sex in a relationship and being turned on by your partner doesn't take work. The The belief that it will always be like it was when you first met and there was all that excitement and newness. And she was like, that damages and ruins so many relationships because you think it just happens and you have to create it for yourself. And so part of that is because now we live together and you know your wife can't help the fact like she actually has a medical condition she can't help it and perhaps may i be so bold as mm-hmm. to suggest uh the two of you sit down and discuss a romance novel cover that the two of you could be on oh, you know yes. and you say well how would we pose for said book <laughs> i don't know what would it be called i know canadian nights no well I, no, this is someone else's story, Katie. But I know, but I was just I was mimicking our beginning conversation. Right, Canadian Nights Two. No, it'd be like T O O. Not maybe just. it's the damsel and the nurse. Yo, right? She says she's a nurse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, I think there has to be a little bit of working on either side for the noise issue, and then recognizing what you're doing to yourself and your relationship through your thoughts about it, because thoughts are just thoughts. And you don't have to have any reaction to them. Does that make sense? Yes. Because sometimes we have a thought like, oh, that's gross. Oh, they're gross. Oh, I'm not turned on by them anymore. And I'm telling you that I don't like that sound, but whatever. Next thing. Yep. And uh, everybody poops. So that's your recommendation. The book, Everybody Poops. (laughs) And then my recommendation (laughs) is rip the bandaid off. The two of you sit down, you watch Dumb and Dumber Mm. when he has to poo so hard that, and he's on a date. He goes to the girl's house to pick her up. It's Mm -hmm. so funny. Lloyd? Is Is it Lloyd? Yeah. Or is Lloyd? Oh. Well, anyways. Yeah. Oh no. Lloyd Lloyd is Jim Carrey. Lloyd's Jim Carrey. I forget what the other guy's name is. But uh, if the two of you sit down and watch that, because it is really funny, maybe that'll take some of the, you know- It'll desensitize you. The two of you can chuckle about a, an awkward. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I don't know. Exposure hurt. therapy with Sean. <laughs> maybe I should run a course. I don't know. I'm just Let, saying. I'm pretty not, good at this. Let's not. Let's not say we did. Right. But yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody poops, and maybe we can make uh, have Kristoff, our staff writer, put together a song. You know, so that everybody poops <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> When you're alone okay. and your farts. I think these are out of order. Oh, really? Is that, does this go into, see, hey, Katie, Sean? Yes. Yep. Okay. I just wasn't sure because I was like, are those your notes? Because sometimes you leave your notes at the I top. Know. And then things get confusing. Okay, this says, hey, Katie and Sean. Number 94. 
No reason. Just typed it. Regarding episode 45. If you know, you know. Thanks for the podcast. I joined for AKA, but I find myself looking forward to OTDM more these days than AKA. Don't tell Katie. I won't. Don't worry. She'll never know. We have a... uh... We have a white offering uh, inside of our little mom and pop video shop. Uh-huh. We have uh, three videos now um, every week. I mean, there's a, a lot. lot. There's a lot to choose from. You have Katie, you have Katie, <laughs> you have Katie and Sean. <laughs> the truth is the, the first two are very popular. This one is more of a boutique uh, acquired taste, you know, like. Um, yeah, no, it's like, a, <laughs> it's like a fine wine. Okay. I'm wondering if you've heard of or watched the Canadian show Being Erica. No. No, I haven't. It's about a young woman who is having a difficult time pro- uh, progressing through life and runs into a therapist who can send her back in time to correct her regrets. Oh, I love it. Quantum wow. leap with a therapist. Wow. I love it. It's really inter- it's really an interesting show and it gets you thinking and shows that even people who aren't quote unquote crazy can benefit from therapy. I love this. I, love I 100% this. agree with that because uh, I'm not crazy, but I think that it's been pretty helpful to actually talk to uh a yeah mental you've been talking to barry for how long now over like, a year because it was, well, was before, pre-covid yeah a year and a half yeah probably but it helps to kind of uh it's like defragging your hard drive or something it's really interesting because someone else you know listens to your your perspective whether you you have all the details or not but they they help you kind of sort things and prioritize and it, it's interesting well yeah I, I think the perspective thing is the biggest thing for me over the years is like thinking that I'm overreacting or I'm making this into a bigger deal than it is or all the assumptions or judgments that I have about my own thoughts and feelings then to have someone say, well, well, no, that like, there's actually a reason like, see this happened. And, and then that's why this is happening. And yeah, here, I think, you know, maybe there, you didn't have to react that way. Like just, well, yeah, that that's one making sense of it all. Yep. And then it, it's just like anything like mechanics. Some people change oil and then some people have to rebuild transmissions, mm-hmm. you know, and not everyone has a busted transmission, but you may have a, a window uh, button that's not working, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, that's a horrible way of, of describing it, but like, it, but... you know, you want to maintain a car. You don't want to run it into the ground. So Yeah, so that it's like completely busted up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do concur. It says, I heard that they are making a new American-based version of the show and was wondering what your thoughts are on it. Thanks for everything. The podcast is great from Ben. Thanks, and, Ben. Um, has a YouTube channel. Oh, where is Roadster? Okay, so I thought it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Ben included in his signature uh, a YouTube channel and a website. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put both of them in mm-hmm. our. Uh, I I thought, hey, someone else has a YouTube channel. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it when people are doing that. Uh, he does. He's, he's a science educator, That's and I didn't cool. get a chance to jump on the channel too far. But it looks like it's all. Uh, space titles and science, basically. That's awesome. But he I was talking it. about in the, the latest video, the Artemis Project, and I have been reading about it and how fortuitous that his channel showed up. And so I'm going to watch your video uh, later on, uh, probably tomorrow, and uh, I may I may ha- have some questions for you. That's <laughs> awesome. I love it. Now That's we have a cool. chief science officer. Ben is our chief science the CSO. officer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. CSO. Uh, welcome to the club. I think that that's kind of a funny, going back to the show and his question though, is like our thoughts on it Mm. to get to send you back in time to correct your regrets. I think sometimes that stuff is cool. And then in other ways, if I really get into thinking about it, get deep thoughts by Katie, I think that the thought that we could just go back and change things 
sometimes we don't see how the regrets or the bad things that we maybe think we did turned us into who we are. Yeah, you would erase. It's the uh, the, the the time paradox, right? You you would erase your yourself as you are now if you went back and yeah. edited for the things that make you. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Um, no. but maybe you could go back and be an observer to like help process it. But then I have the argument that like, because a lot of people deal with abuse, like if they could go oh. back and like not have that happen or like, I don't know, you yeah. know, know to kick them in the nuts or something. You should, you should have the ability to go back and correct it if you want. But yeah, I personally wouldn't change anything because yeah, even a, the bad, the good, I, bad, I haven't the been ugly. in bad situations. So. I, yeah. I haven't been abused, but like you definitely have shitty things you've done and bad situations you've been in and things that you wish hadn't happened, but sometimes those things. So we uh, hijacked a plane once and went to the Bahamas. I, <laughs> so I, I stole mean, a penguin from a zoo. I'm just Kids kidding. these days, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think um, it's in the shittiest times and the hardest times of my life that I, I grew the most and I wouldn't want to get rid of that. I don't think. Yeah. So but definitely I was for given like that option. Big traumas. Uh, what an interesting concept for a show. And mm-hmm. I thought the question was a little different or I, I read it a little different. Mm-hmm. I read it as what do you think about mental health being a, a, a through line in, in shows? Oh. Is that? It was just like, what's wondering what your thoughts are on it. I think it's a good idea that we have uh, shows that have. Well, therapists are cool. Well, mental like, health show in therapists. any aspect, like if you're going to do a, a police movie, you usually hire a consultant who's a police officer who can say, hey, or this retired is, or whatever, yeah. yeah, this is accurate. Mm-hmm. And I think that all shows, if you're going to touch upon mental health topics now, we know so much more. And I think that there should be a consultant on set that says, hey, you're getting depression wrong. It's not just another word for bummed out. You know? uh, but you know what I mean? They, mm-hmm. when, when they touch upon these things, I think ethically, the, the motion picture and television world should be held to a higher standard because they are broadcasting information and they have the money. So why not have a mental health professional on set that gets it right? Back in the day, and I don't know, I don't think the show is out anymore, but it was called, I think, Treatment. And it was the therapist. It was on HBO, I want to say. And the first first season, they had uh, a psychologist and a therapist that like helped with the writing Ah. and were consultants. And then I want to say it was the second season or third season, they decided not to have them and it just like devolved and got horrible and then nobody liked it and nobody watched it. And then it stopped, I think, after three or four seasons. And I was like, why wouldn't you keep your consultants on that help you understand the actual field so that you make sure you're not, because it was like getting super unethical and weird and you're like, that's not what therapy is. So anyway, Hmm. I'm excited and I can't wait to check out your channel, Ben. Thanks for writing in. Are we ready? Yeah, sure. Let's let it roll. It says, hey, Sian and Katie, <laughs> Sean and Katie, a belated happy new year and tons of positive vibes for 2021 coming your way. And back at you. Right back at you. Uh, Keely, I think. Yeah, that's Keely. says, I'm just checking back in with you to update you on my dry 2020. Ah. Uh. It was ended January 1st. I decided to stick with it until the very end of the year as I'm a stubborn Capricorn and would have beaten myself up for not seeing it through. I know you make it all the way to the last day. and then A dry year mm-hmm. and a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Hats off to you. Yeah. I mean, I know you, you. we had previously touched upon this with you, but mm-hmm. I, I just think that that's, that's pretty cool. And you probably learned a lot uh, yeah. through the process, like how boring Friday can be. <laughs> My God, the weekend actually has a lot also, of hours in it. Also, sometimes it's just nice to complete something that you set your mind to. You know, yeah. you're like, I'm going to do this. Yeah, probably better for it. And my first drink was spiced rum, followed by more rum, and then a bit more. 
Earlier this month, Boris Johnson announced that the UK was going back into full lockdown. And while that sucks, I took a couple of shots of whiskey because that's all I wanted to do each time he made an announcement last year. <laughs> I totally understand. I know. When and I see I, Boris Johnson talk, I, I, I also, immediately... Also, somebody uh, get that guy a comb. Just, just, just brush. Just, just... Why does he look so disheveled? Like he, he just pulled a hooded sweatshirt off. I have a theory. What? Okay. Boris Johnson is... Does he share Trump's hairdresser? No, I, I suspect that he thinks he's like in a boy band, like a political boy band, oh, but like he's, he's like cool 10 kid, years like or 20 a, years behind. Like, like tassel, that tasseled look? Yeah, like Bieber's hair when he was like 15 or whatever. Keep, you know, it's like kind of like the bangs and like the, he was all standing out all funny. <laughs> I think Boris Johnson maybe like... He's like he, 20 years behind or... In his mind, behind. he thinks he looks like a... Justin Bieber? A, a heartthrob or something, mm. you know? That's... I, I could be wrong. Boris, if you're watching... Let, Let us, us know. know. Also, I'd gladly buy you a brush. I think it looks fine. I think. Uh, I mean, it's fine. It just looks disheveled for a. He looks the like leader he's of a country working very hard in the office. Oh. You ever seen that commercial where the lady is making Rice Krispie mm-hmm. treats? She but, puts a little flour on her face and, and sprinkles some day. water. Like, oh, oh, I've been cooking in the kitchen all day. I think Boris Johnson wants you to think he's working very hard in the office, mm-hmm. but he's probably playing Nintendo Wii or something or whatever the kids play Maybe. these days. Maybe. Can you imagine if you were a gamer and you have your headset on and it's like Call of Duty and you're like playing and all of a sudden you're like, that voice that I'm playing against, BJ21. BJ21. 21, what is that? Is that the year that we're playing? No, no, I'm 21. I don't know. The mm. voice sounds very familiar. Is this Boris Johnson? You know, <gasps> you, Click. <laughs> have you ever heard about Trump calling in? We, remember we saw that on the Netflix special? The uh, the reporter was slamming his development. This is like in the nineteen eighties or nineties. Oh, I don't remember that, but I know we watched that. But I I forgot. The television reporter, it was like a New York City TV. I think I'm maybe not getting the details correct. His voice is so distinct. So distinct, right? Trump has been famous forever. Like have someone else call in for he, you. He called in to the 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 show and was pretending to be, Somebody you know, else. Joe Public. And he, he was arguing with the lady and then she called him out on it. It's, it's one of the best oh, that's tapes. hilarious. You know who also did that was Rob Ford, I think, from Toronto, Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the mayor. And I think he called in. Uh, Why would people do that? Really, really drunk and high, though. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, he had a problem. Oh, no. Yeah, he was a real train wreck. Oh. Anyways. Okay. Anyways. So. Oh, yeah. Here, I'm supposed to show you this. That's. Oh. <gasps> Yay! Oh, cute kitchen cabinets. On the screen. I love that color. And I love your apron. I put on an apron the other day. Uh, She's English. It's apron. Says... I'm just kidding. (laughs) How dare you? She says, as promised, a photo's attached to me enjoying my first drink while making waffles for the other half. I love it. Oh, it's a waffle machine. I was like, what is that shiny red thing? I love it. Yep. Um, Okay. I think I'm perhaps the only person in the UK to not be feeling completely bummed out. Isn't that just a fancy word for bummed out? And I just wanted to spread a bit of positivity to your listeners and remind everyone that your happiness doesn't have to be controlled by the current pandemic and life and joy is still out there. I agree, Keely, 100%. Thank you for reminding us of that. This week, I turned 29 and got engaged to my boyfriend of nearly seven years. Congratulations. Congratulations. I think being engaged is such a fun time. It's the only time you get to be Enfianced. Enfianced. Oh my God. Oh my clip clap. Sorry, we love Big Mouth and uh, Lola is my favorite. Yeah, Lola and Jay. 
Lola and Jay. She enfianced sounds like a word she would love to use. Enfianced. <laughs> yeah, but being a fiance is is like a fun time. Yeah. It's like it's a it's a unique time. Yep. Enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, it only comes around three or four times in life, so you know. <laughs> Get out. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Not for me, you know. I'm I'm talking about other people. Mm-hmm. You know, if you so choose, if you really like that feeling. Get it again. <laughs> Go Sc- get some. I scowl. Keely. <laughs> okay. So my life is super weird. How dare you also. While, while life is super weird and the past year has been tough, it's been lovely to feel some enjoyment and it's exciting to look toward a pandemic free time. I concur. So if you guys fancy visiting UK for a countryside Cotswold wedding, hit yes. me up. Is there going to be any cheese rolling? Cotswold is a type of cheese. I think Cotswold's they have Cotswold's wedding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is this a cheese? A no, che- I think Cotswold. Is cheese rolled? Is okay, Google. Rolled? What is Cotswold cheese? On the website cheesemonthclub.com, they say English Cotswold is a mix of chopped chives and onion, coupled with a quality double Gloucester cheese. Mm. Compliments to the chef. It's Ugh. cheddar and onion or something. Yeah, little little chives. Sounds in there. delicious. Um, but yes, we definitely fancy visiting the uk god what a travel vacation that would be oh i'd love it just go around tasting cheese it says okay ready cheese yeah moving on from cheese and cheese rolling next up for you guys oh before i move on sorry i don't want to move on there and i think we might have someone might have told us this or we talked about it but that show i think someone wrote in about the champions and they talk about cheese rolling we have to watch it and i told a member of our community we would watch it and we haven't and i'm sorry but i guess the first episode is all about cheese rolling and the show the champions they go into like uh all these it's almost like espn the ocho okay from you know dodgeball yeah because it's like all the different types of sports that don't normally get talked all the highlights from from strange sports. Yeah, that's awesome. Outside. Caber tossing. Maybe. Spongy. Hopefully spongy. But we'll see. So anyways, we have to watch. It's called The Champions. I think it's on Netflix. Okay. Because she says, next up for you guys, some TV show recommendations. If you love the IT crowd, one of my favorite shows, then you might like the below if you can find them. Number one, The Mighty Boosh. I love the name already. I'm sold. Features Noel Fielding, Richmond from the IT crowd. Uh, oh, Richmond. Do your Richmond, Kitty. I just, uh, if you're listening, I just stuck my hand out straight and stared off into a distance. Golf to balls. Oh, from golf to balls. Super weird show and possibly a bit of a stoner show, but it was my favorite as a teenager and never fails to make me laugh. I'm in. The Mighty Boosh. I think my comedy level, although I have a, a wide range of taste. Mm-hmm. My, some of my most preferred comedy is uh, British. Oh, geez, yeah, definitely British. Uh, growing up with uh, cable access to yeah, cable access. Yeah, <laughs> we, uh, <clears throat> Vermont used to broadcast their PBS channel into Quebec, and so it was one of your. Well, that's English like why we read we boy, watched the good. Red Green Show because we had a Canadian Canadian. Oh, nice, nice. Um, I was telling people the other day at my when I got to talk to strangers. Um, about how when we went to Paris, how much we loved it. And because they were, oh, Sean speaks French then. I was like, yeah, he's, he's from Quebec and speaks French and blah, blah, blah. And Barely. You speak it great. But we were talking about Paris and I, and um, they were like, well, did people understand? And I was like, yeah, they did. I said, but he would say a few words and they look quizzical. And as he continued the sentence, they'd say, ah, Canadien. That's how they would say it. Like, 
they were trying to pinpoint your accent. <laughs> hmm. What is this uh, foreigner speaking here? He's uh, He's got some weird accent. Uh, <laughs> French Canadian by way of Southern California with a... Uh, you a know, hint of Newfie. Yeah. No, I don't know. But you did fine. Everybody understood you for the most part. Yeah, it was great. I, so it did. actually felt good to speak French mm-hmm. uh, over an elongated period of time because the first couple of days, okay, your your brain is working a little harder and boy, are you ever hungry. When your brain works, I know you could have a baguette and some cheese and those calories don't count because you're converting French to, to English. food. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's a wash, right? But uh, after a couple of days, you start to get into the groove. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, I've got my, I my sentences down. I would have loved to a week longer. Oh, I would love to stay like six months I longer. I know. We looked at apartments. Yeah. Um, Why not? I also loved the wide variety of people just walking around with a baguette. Mm-hmm. Like that one strapped on the back of that bike with the like bungee ties was a little unsanitary, <laughs> but it just cracked me up because I was like, everything's like flipping off your chain tire. grease on it. I was like, buddy. He, hey, a baguette is You a don't baguette. butter your bread. You he greases it up yeah. naturally. Yeah. Keep it natural. Okay, next show she recommends. Okay. It's called Black Books. Oh. Grumpy Irish man runs a bookshop and drinks a lot. Sold. Two has two equally as dysfunctional friends, and the show just follows the weird situations that they get themselves into. Ah, perfect. I like that. Black Books. I'm in. That reminds me of the Detectorists. Oh, a total gem. (laughs) Unsung gem. It is an unsung gem. I don't know if we've talked about it on here. Beep. But I tried to... Found one. You guys, they have metal detectors. False positive. They go out in the UK. uh, It's essentially like the English countryside. And with their metal detectors, and they're called the Detectorists. And they're both just total losers, but that's what kind of makes it funny. But you also like them and want people to be nicer to them. And Well, the wonderful thing about being a detectorist in mm-hmm. other countries specifically, mm-hmm. ones that are slightly older than North America in terms of You don't know what you're going to find. You could find like amazing things. Yeah. Condensed population uh, in, in the territory and mm-hmm. you, you can wander around a field and you can find things as opposed to sometimes in North America, there hasn't been a lot of development in certain areas. You know, humans haven't was it? This sounds weird to say it this way, but I don't know if it was you or my dad, but some man in my life, I think it was my dad, but maybe it was you, really wanted a metal detector so he oh, could yeah. like walk around at the beach. Oh, yeah. This is every man's dream to have a, a little I, scoop it looks and you so sift it. No, it's the it art of the so you're hunting, you know? You know what you find? Pull tabs from old beer cans? Yes, and pennies. And the allure of an engagement ring or something like this. You know, you're like, oh, I found some metal. No, Maybe. belt buckle. <laughs> Beep. False positive. Oh, I can't just, find just, it. Uh, I can't find it. But okay. no, you do find some things. And I think that's kind of fun. Yeah. It's While the, you're moving your legs and you're getting out, you know. Yeah, you walk and walk and walk. Tell me you don't want to be a detectorist, Katie. I want to watch detectorists. I would rather not. I'd rather read a book on the beach. But you can get your headphones and your metal detector, and you just go on. Thank you. But we'll put a tile on you so I don't lose you if you just like keep continue to wander down the shoreline. You can go your own way. Just keep the tile on your shoes. Okay. Next show, Spaced, starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Oh, Sean boy. will probably love this so he can catch all the weird movie references. <gasps> Those guys are one of the most iconic comedy duos to come out of the UK in... Have you seen Spaced? No. You just know the guys? The they act, did Shaun the of the Dead. Actors. Oh. Yeah. It was originally... To the re- Winchester. 
It was originally released in 1999, but still enjoyable. And finally, Green Wing. I almost said wig for some reason. Green Wing, a comedy set in a hospital. Bizarre characters and situations, again, funny. Enjoy. Love, Keely. Thank you, Keely. Thank you. Thank you. I wonder if you've watched Blackadder um, at all. One of my favorites, but... Um, huh. Anyways, or Lexi Sales or something like that. You know, these are shows that I do not know those shows. Mm, Red Dwarf, that was another good one, but it wasn't really. That was kind of a comedy, but space. Anyways, in space. Thanks for writing in. We appreciate it. That's awesome. Um, it's uh, what else is going on with you now well, that we're out of we're out of letters? How are we all caught up? That seems shocking to me. No, we're caught up. Uh, I have some notes. Do you have notes for me? Kelly? I have notes. All right. Um, before we jump into anything, I just want to mention something mm-hmm. kind of not serious, but some food for thought. Uh-huh. We'll get out of the, the comedy zone for a second. Okay. What's serious? I wrote a note. Oh. I said, uh, this is about politics mm-hmm. for those of us longing for calmer waters of mutual respect and harmony. Okay. So this is kind of oh, like- Oh, so you're going to read a letter. I'm not going to read a letter. I'm just, I want, if you have the time and you have the inclination- Maybe just follow the link that I put in the description. Uh, but it's for an article I read that I thought was just absolutely uh, exceptional in explaining why people are collectively losing their minds. Why uh, do they think they are? Well. <clears throat> Enlighten us, the, Sean. The the author is uh, Matt Taibbi. Okay. And he writes for Rolling Stone magazine, among other outlets. He's, he's excellent. I, I stumbled upon him like over the last two years and. I find his insight really interesting. Okay. Uh, but the the subheading from the article, so the article is called, We Need a New Media System. Mm-hmm. And the subheading is, if you sell culture war all day, don't be surprised by the real world consequences. Mm. And it's talking about how what we call the news uh, is, is actually driven by uh, revenue. And well, it yeah, causes clicks and views. Yep. Yeah, so you want to sensational. You want to break people down into tribes, and then you want to uh, prod those tribes with negative news because they watch longer. It's a very interesting article. It only takes like five minutes to read, but if you want to kind of understand how CNN and Fox, or one, one person's perspective yeah, on, mm-hmm. I thought it was accurate, and I was like, wow, that that does it resonated this article yeah. with me, and because especially now where you know we're not going to get into politics or anything, but Thank how you. everything's pretty. Heated in general. Divisive. And very heated. I was wondering the other day, is it divisive or divisive? I say divisive. I say divisive. But it's it's based on division, right? Yeah. Divisive. Division and divided. So I think the word can be interchangeable. Divisive or divisive. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I think it just depends on what do you how do you say it? Tomato or tomato? Endocrine. (laughs) (laughs) Endocrine. Endocrine. You okay. guys. Well, anyways, I, I don't want to belabor that point, but I, I thought it was really interesting um, and, and just a good read. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the, my my little uh, moment of sanity when I read that. I was like, aha. Aha. Yeah. I have an answer. All right. Good well, answer. <laughs> um, I have a note, and this is just something that I thought of the other day because I, um, if you guys don't know, I love me some eBay, and that's how I usually buy most of my clothes. eBay, babe. eBay, babe. Um, because I don't mind if somebody's worn it before. I think it's cool. And sometimes I also get a few new things, but not very often. But, 
the other day I was going through some, like my, I need to go through my clothes. I have a disaster and I've also not folded things properly and like let things fall. And then now I can't fit anything in it. So disaster, it's a disaster. You know what the real dirty porn is on Zillow? The real dirty porn Mm. is when you're looking at a house, you see a a walk-in closet closet. and it's not just a walk-in closet, Katie. It's a walk-in closet that has hard built shelves. I know like built into the wall, not some Ikea thing. That's dirty. And then why is that dirty? Oh, it's just the sexy stuff as an adult. I want to have a walk-in closet. Oh, you do too. Do you remember when Sean Nichols? Okay. Fun story here. Um, Sean Nichols, one of our dear, dear friends, he's an electrician, Mm -hmm. an excellent electrician. So if you're in Orange County, uh, I sincerely Nichols think you electric. Him. Yeah, it's electric. He sings that when he shows up at your house. Kind of, he does a little dance. Oh my god, he'd murder us if you do call him, Sean. Please do the dance, please. Right. That would be so funny. Katie, dude, Katie, dude, why you you go do that, dude? So Sean is he he leads a fascinating life one of his clients he's very talented he's great at what he does amazing i didn't know how good he was uh until i saw a finished product of his now he had a client and this client is a four-star a former four-star general a retired four-star general Mm -hmm. in the american air force tremendous uh individual it's tremendous tremendous uh but but anyway they've had him do a lot of work around their house right and we went over and he was showing us uh, the work, the craftsmanship that yeah, he did. Yeah, some of the things that he'd been able to do. Because he was God. really excited because when a person has a nice budget to get things done properly, he get, you know, as anybody with any expertise, you're like, oh, then I get to do what I really want to do. Yeah, the difference between commissioning a, a painting that's 10 by 10 mm-hmm. or commissioning the Sistine Chapel. And I really think that that was Sean's Sistine Chapel. He I mean, painted a masterpiece. But he just got to do a lot of the detail work and like... That closet... Oh, so going she, back to the walk-in yeah, closet. Uh-huh. Well, now, that was like, I mean, that's over our budget. I know, but that was, that's the dream, right? It <laughs> had a center already. island. It's going to be like a million five. It looked like we were way now. over our budget. The closet would be like a million five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it had the soft touch closed drawers. And the lights and, would come on in the uh, drawers, you guys, yeah. when these little lights that didn't overheat because he didn't want to like cause a fire. LEDs. It was, it was all sorts of stuff that he had. But yeah. hidden. They were hidden and you didn't even see them. But when you open the, the drawer, whoop, it put just enough light, not bright, just enough light you could see into the thing. And then as they shut, boom, they go off. The closet was, was so beautiful, advanced. Beautiful. And this is for anyone out there, but I think. The ladies would really... I mean, their house even had a theater, for God's sake. Yeah. But it was so advanced that... Uh, so they build themed lighting in the house. You know, like, oh, I'm coming home, so the walkway illuminates, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it's all uh, programmed through Lutron and all this... Yeah, you know, they have those things, like, for t- different times mm-hmm, and, and... Different how- moods. So when you're in the closet, the light is... You could do daytime, like, am, am I going... rainbow? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're in the closet. But don't, don't, I'll yeah. be here all night, folks. I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, continue. But they had uh, daytime, mm-hmm. uh, evening, like like you're going out lounge, so you could see different lighting on how it fallen in mm-hmm. your like clothes. Warmer. It was really quite advanced. And then I looked at my closet, and there was termite <laughs> we, poop. We have the worst closets, you guys. First of all, they're built. Chips. They're build-ins. Yeah, and the paint. Oh my god. But anybody who has wood sliding doors in their closet. I feel you because you can only see about half of your closet because it's always blocked by the doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
And I told Sean, sometimes I'll like discover a shirt I haven't worn in forever. But that's fun because then you're like, oh, my goodness, I thought no, I lost like you, old friend. I like to see things so yeah. then I could plan things better. When I used to wear outfits, I would like to be able to yeah. do that. But. It's just fun. Adventures in adulting. If you could design the ultimate closet, uh, We're that not at was that it. stage yet, but yeah. I mean, the jewelry case that I was know. in the, the center island, I was like, all your watches are on display. I don't even own a watch, but if I did, yeah, I'd I like bought to... you one for the wedding. How dare you? Oh, that's true. Take I have... it back. No, I have my, like my four watches. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I don't wear them anymore, which is weird. Well, I, I know. What time is it? It's quarantine time, baby. I know. I always have our phones. That's quarantine okay. o'clock. I wear a watch when I go out. Three sometimes. past quarantine. Okay. Okay. Anyways, my whole bringing up eBay and clothes and stuff yeah. was because. I was trying to like dig through things because I had to get my headshots taken and I was trying to pull out different looks and colors so that I have, cause you have to have solids usually is what people like. And anyway, my whole wardrobe has almost become completely solids because we film and all this shit. So I'm pulling out all the different colors. And then I was looking at this shirt and I was like, God, I think I've had that for like 10 years. And I was like, it's just classic though. It'll never go out of style. And then I made a note in my phone because I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the thought that everybody has. And that's why like certain members of my family who will remain unnamed still dress like it's 1989. Do you know what I mean? They're like, it's classic. And I'm like, you shouldn't feather your hair anymore. What's old is new again. I guarantee the kids are going to be crimping their hair, doing asymmetric. stick long enough, it'll come back around. And that's why I You have to spend like 30 years looking like a douchebag. Hmm, <laughs> debatable. I mean, look at how I'm dressed. This is for the listeners out there. I'm I'm wearing uh, a flannel, a, a flannel tank I like top, that flannel. and uh, I'm wearing flared bell bottom pants. No, and platform shoes that have uh, it's 1975. a fish in the heel of the shoe. Oh, fancy! Yeah. Oh yeah, these are very stylish. There are these shoes that Colt Gaia makes. I saw Who? they have. It's just a brand called Colt Gaia. So it's like a heel. The heel is acrylic or clear. Okay. And it has real flowers in it. And See? they're beautiful. Well, beautiful, you guys. Beautiful. Yeah. But he's wearing a flannel button up and a Canadian's uh, toque. So. It's that season. I'm season. so excited. But neither here nor there. Did we win? No, we got a point. We went to overtime in our first game, which was great. It was a That's fun good. game. But it had to be against the Leafs. Yeah, it's going to be eight more or Seven or eight more games against them all season. It's great. Oh, yeah. We're building only, rivalries. It's, it's Canadian. All only. Canadian division. All American division. That's so weird. Well, not all American division, but <clears throat> yeah, it's exciting. Okay. So what else we have? What's going on? What are I your I promise notes? not to talk about hockey. So when did you make that promise? To myself earlier. <laughs> and I promised not to talk about politics to myself earlier. Mm. But I, I've been pretty good. Made a lot of promises. Like a politician, That's I a lie like a cheap rug. Just lie there and gather dirt <laughs> to be used later. Oh, it's yeah. a, a good one. Uh-huh. So, so I, mm-hmm. I I saw the funniest headline, and I, you can look at the link. I'll put it in the description below. Uh, in my news reader, and this is when I know it's time to turn the phone off because you're like, you know, I'm just getting too deep in the weeds. <laughs> I'm going to read it for you. Okay. Danes divided over children's TV show about a superpower penis by Tim Barso. A Danish animated children's TV show. I heard show. about this, about penises. Oh, really? I hadn't heard about it. it well, so... Wait, let me finish. TikTok is how I learn everything. Okay. A Danish animated children's TV show about a man with the superpower of an 
infinitely extendable penis has divided opinion among parents and politicians in Denmark. The extendable penis was on my brain. It, it weighed on me very heavy. And I stuttered. Tongue twister. <laughs> no, but I, I read about that and was like, that can't be true. And then I clicked the link and it is true. And for our Danes How progressive there, of, a, of a cartoon. I don't understand the necessity of said thing. Is it targeted at adults? I mean... It is it like s- Big Mouth? Uh, Danish people of the... It says interwebs. a children's TV show. Yeah, because it said kids, right? I'm like, why would kids care about a, a An extendable penis? Magical penis. I say you arrest the... Uh, the How did uh, it get The producers mm-hmm. and... You you then ask questions. Arrest them first, then ask questions. That's, just just in case. Well, how about just pause good. the show? You don't need to arrest them. That's pretty aggressive. Right. My question is, when you know all the steps that certain things have to take in order to get approved and created and out into the world, mm-hmm. how did this happen? How? How? I, I ask you this. But you know what? Whatever. It's not a big deal. It's just I mean, like, who cares, why man? is it, it? Why is the penis extending? Why is the penis? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it infinitely extendable. <laughs> Wait, is it like an antenna? He's receiving a signal or is he, you know, like, yeah, it's a weird idea for a TV show. Can you imagine being in that pitch meeting? All right. Just hear me out. It had to be all dudes. <laughs> and like think? one girl that's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The like, girl's I like, don't... excuse me. This is really, uh, uh, it's a lot of penis talk. Yeah. Or maybe she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. She probably pitched her own version of the show. Maybe it's, she it's pitched the infinite it. vagina. No, maybe she she's the one that pitched <laughs> the penis show. You just have no idea. Yeah. To each their own. Phallus, I mean Phyllis. <laughs> Sorry, I got penises on the brain. <laughs> All right. The next news article I came across, mm-hmm. this was also uh, when I knew it was time to, to fall asleep. But mm-hmm. the other story kept me up. So <clears throat> the headline reads, Russian police arrest renegade priest in convent raid. Wow. Okay. okay. So many questions. I know it's a spicy, spicy title. First of all, why are they raiding a convent? Yeah. Second of all, why does the Russian priest run away? Okay. Well, they, he didn't get away. They, okay. they arrested him. I mean, he's not based, known for his athletic. He's a renegade priest. You oh. got to see this guy. He's like 90 years old, not saying 90 year olds don't run, but he, you know, he's got a long gray beard. Uh, they're Eastern Orthodox, I believe. Mm. Okay. Is that like the person that we saw in Australia? Yes, 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 yes yeah. Okay. Although that's, uh, they are Orthodox. Did you think they were Egyptian or something? Yeah, or? that's what it is, yeah. Okay. Police raided a convent near Russia's Ural Mountains in the early hours of Tuesday and arrested a renegade priest who had seized con- control of it. Did he do that dance? The re- What's it called, that dance? Isn't it Renegade. Renegade, I don't renegade, know. <laughs> that TikTok dance. Okay, so he seized control of the convent and allegedly encouraged nuns. This is where, where it's bad to commit suicide. <gasps> but is he fa- a cult leader. This is what I think was going on. But he went after like a, a convent full of nuns because the guys probably laughed at him when he proposed his ideas. Where Father Sergey was taken to Moscow, some fourteen hundred kilometers away from the convent, where a court ordered him remanded in custody for two months. Footage posted online showed a melee of riot police and people shouting outside the convent during the raid. It says, they chased us out, chased all the children. They didn't even let us take warm clothes. They put the priest face down on the floor and beat him with truncheons. <gasps> well, you probably should if what you're encouraged. What are truncheons? I think it's just like a bludgeon, like a like a. But why a do they need to beat stick. him if he's 90 and they have him on the ground? Because like, he's a hand- bad man. He was 
he took over a convent and then he was I, encouraging I think, nuns to kill themselves. I don't themselves. think you fight hate and bewilderment with more hate and... Pain. No, you fight them with trudgeons. <laughs> <laughs> what a good word. Trudgeon? i look that one up. Oh my God. This reminds me... So we are watching Schitt's Creek now. Uh, truncheon. A truncheon. club. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you just say club? It would have said... You know why? Because you get paid by the letters mm. when you write for these it's things. It's by the word. Oh, well. Maybe. Maybe. Anyways, the, the maybe article goes on. But like, what a wacky dude. Here he is right there. You can see he's, he's he seems a little. He looks like Santa ish. Claus. Satan Claus, maybe. <laughs> Man, he's wearing a beanie. He looks like a biker wearing some fancy Greek Orthodox. Uh, well, he looks a little creepy. Yeah. Well. Show, put the photo on for them. Okay, so you guys well, can see this creepy. You can't take over a convent without being looking creepy. Can you imagine that guy shows Why up? Why would like, they oh. even uh, trust him or do anything? You know? Well, he was a priest. You but trust that priests, not, don't you? Uh, no, you don't. The Catholics <laughs> taught us. If they taught us anything, Sean. Okay. Don't trust a priest. Yeah. Um, Sorry. I, but we are I watching, go down the rabbit hole. We're, that's fine. I have a re- I have another one version of what you're talking about where like I'm like, I got to get off the internet and go to sleep. But um, we've been watching Schitt's Creek now when we're in the final season and there's no spoilers i'm not going to tell you anything if you haven't watched it but it's an amazing show and if you haven't watched it what are you doing but there was this episode where alexis it does pr for this elevation is that what it's called oh Ele- yeah elevation yeah and it's essentially a cult and that's what it made me think of when you're like he's like a cult leader because the guy his name was citrus mm. <laughs> I mean, it's it's comedy. and Schitt's Creek. The writers do such a fucking amazing job, and the actors and actresses are amazing. And just the putting together of the cultness just cracked me up. Like you guys, they have them. They sold it as a workout class, but it's clearly a cult. Like I but spotted I, it right away because I've been to a couple. But of these what meetings I think before. they're referencing is Soul Cycle. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. If you don't know the story, Soul Cycle meets Scientology is exactly what they were doing. But people talk about Soul Cycle like it's a cult. Like you, it's really ridiculous. Just look up. Just do yourself a favor and Google is Soul Cycle a cult, and then you'll learn about like all the weird stuff that they. And now they're saying like, oh, it got away from us. Do you I'm know like, how mm-hmm. one of the techniques of brainwashing people is to hyper oxygenate and like get people like, <gasps> you know, you. Oh, really? That's what happens. You think when, that's why we had that breathing people that like. Hmm. I'm not going to say that. Uh, they seem super nice. And they were very creepy. nice. But oftentimes when there's a cult or you want to uh, get people to feel the they spirit. They high on their own supply. If you look at churches where uh, where the audience, there's large participation, like mm-hmm. I'm feeling the spirit. Can you feel the spirit? And you're jumping around, you're mm-hmm. dancing, you're breathing heavy. You're getting a workout, but you're also uh, being stimulated to reach an elevated state. And that's when people start to feel the spirit. Mm, I think, and this is just a theory, but Sean's also at, never been to a church like that. So we'll, no, but I've seen some footage, some documentaries that is not the same. and such. It's not the I do same. my investigations on the Netflix. I grew up in a church, not that got, Oh, jump around, blah, 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 but we definitely clapped and sang. Um, didn't feel very cult. Like, <clears throat> no, but, but I, I'm saying that like cults do use that technique or, uh, to, to reach an elevated state. You, you get people yeah. overexerted. Well, Brian Kest, my, one of my favorite yoga instructors, he calls it getting high on your own supply. Um, he also is like a pothead, I think too, but that's why I like him. He's funny. Um, and that's one of the 10 crack command commandments, the power yoga.com that I do my streaming now. Cause my studio has been shut down for over a year and a half. Sad. Um, but I, uh, every time I stream it, he's like, 
you know, they're like, breathe in and do this movement, breathe out and do this. And da, 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 da. And then he's like, people talk about needing to drink or do drugs. And he's like, I'm just getting high on my own supply. Makes me giggle. Runners, runners high is a real thing. Uh, uh-huh. Any Anytime you push it in a sport, I think that's why endurance runners yeah. really get into it. When you hear of somebody doing uh, the 100 mile run and then doing you know, 10 of those in a row, like every day, there's people who get what? really extreme. Like Casey Neistat shit? No, no, no. It's way beyond that. But there's endurance runners who have stacked multiple. And then they have to get their knees replaced. I think some people are have good mechanics and they don't my necessarily friend Jamie, blow it out. My, my first friend of all time, my first ever friend, I met her on the bus on my way to kindergarten. She, her husband did the 100 mile run. Yeah, I don't know how people do it. And she paced it. with him. Like to, I guess you have to have someone that's like kind of with you. But I was like, then you're running it too. I could do it if I had Heelys. The wheels? I, yeah, yeah. But I, it's not, his was like, this was like a rocky trail. Oh, yeah. Well, not rocky, but like, a, you know, not, you're not on cement or anything. Mm. So no wheels. Harder to hide that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine being that guy at a 5K? Not even a long race, you know, like <laughs> the Susan G. Komen race for the cure. Is that guy cheating at the breast cancer awareness run? Because you have a, to tilt up. So you have to you have like lean yeah, your weight like back a little and you look. A little funny. Oh my God. I just can't. Mm. Um, but uh, anyway, so we were watching the, the Schitt's Creek or whatever, and they make them change into like these funny linen clothes. And I love the, uh, Jacqueline's, I think her name is Jacqueline, right? Uh, Roland and yeah, I think so. No, Jocelyn, Jocelyn, Jocelyn. Tremendous actress. Everyone's a great They're actor. So the good. Show. But but I just love the references to things. She's like, I wish I would have known they were going to make us change into these clothes because they make them wear these like essentially tunics. It, yeah, but it's like potato a it's sack. like a pa- potato sack and or a paper bag is what I was going to say. Is what it kind of looks like. And she's like, before I spent all that money on my Lulu limes. <laughs> the writing's so good. Yeah, it's a good little dig on Lululemon for sure. And then um, <laughs> and then when Alexis realizes it's a cult, she's like. Jocelyn's already signing up for things. And she's like, no, 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 no. This is a cult. They prey on weak people who are having a hard time. And Jocelyn's like, I'll try not to take that, af- take that personally. As she's like trying to write out her information. <laughs> anyway, it really cracked me up. I love that. Not the cultness, just the hilarity of Schitt's Creek. It's great. It's a wonderful show. Yeah. And the crowanine and everything. It's just so good. So spoilers for Monday. You guys, you heard it here first. I am going to win a daytime Emmy for my acting, acting. Katie, um, um, I'd like to give mm, this to you mm. uh, for the um, best uh, impersonation best in show? of a, yeah, best in show, mm-hmm. best in show. Mm-hmm. First, I'd like to thank my producer uh, and my editor and my mom yeah. and I feel Jesus your in chilies. <laughs> your manager. <laughs> my manager. Thank my um, lawyer. My agent, my lawyer. Um, but I am doing a role play. That sounds creepy. I'm doing a skit showing what a real therapy session looks like. And I'm not a very good actress. No, I think you, you did a great job with it. Listen, one of the questions that we get all the time is, mm-hmm. what am I going to encounter when yeah, I get into therapy, like? blah, 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 blah. So it was kind of fun for you to sit down and play both characters because we don't have any other actors. I could have probably done a better job. No, you did a great job. I, I'm just not good at that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I feel Way like- to sell your video. <laughs> 
No, it's good content. I just feel like I'm not a good actress. Like I try to play the role of the patient and then just be a regular therapist. But the thing that's funny about this that I was thinking when I was watching the edit of it, because you did a great job and it's a good video, you guys, but it's that therapy. A lot of it is just quiet silence and like waiting. I left those in there. But there's more of it normally. Yes, yes, yes. I, you I know? cut some of it out, but the awkward silence in a conversation. There's a lot of that in therapy. I have a hard time sitting in silence. <laughs> Most people do. You know, we're used to filling the space. That was funny. I talked to... So- you know who's good at filling the space? Or not filling the space. Who makes me uncomfortable, actually. Oh, I know who it is. Dr. Lindsay Doe. <laughs> If you're watching, which you aren't, but she could be, she probably, I love her. She's so nice. She's very nice. But we had, so we were in Alabama, in Huntsville, Alabama at uh, ThinkerCon, ThinkerCon, which was an amazing event with a bunch of amazing. Yeah, the Destin and Tara put on. Yeah. There's such hardworking people. If you don't know the channel Smarter Every Day, uh, I think you should check it out because. Destin's great. Wildly talented. Uh, Dr. Lindsay Doe is a sexologist and. It's a fantastic channel. Um, it's a real shame that YouTube views uh, sexual content as maybe yeah, because she should be not necessarily monetizable all the time because oh, it could be dicey. It's information that's needed. So yeah, more more so now than ever, especially because not all schools have sex ed. Yeah, and imagine trying to do sex ed now during co- like the COVID stuff. Oh my god! Oh my, oh my god. god! You're like moms there, and they're Everyone's like, so learning you put online. a condom on, right? Everyone's learning Just online. Yeah. So okay. Anyway, she's Neither, great. She's great, but she does that uh, mental health therapist thing where they just, they listen. Mm-hmm. And so in a conversation, <laughs> if, if there's three of you, uh, she sat down and, 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 and she, she was quiet and that's fine. But Sean gets really uncomfortable and I'm like, it's fine. She's just, com- that's just how she is. And he's like, but I feel like then I need to talk. And I'm like, no, you don't. She's just, and they turn to Larry David all of a sudden. And it's <laughs> like, foot in bum, 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 bum. and, <laughs> You know, that something terrible happens, like I lean against the table and the table goes all wonky and things spill. And then she stood up and she said, uh, well, I'm going to continue walking around the event. Uh, I'll see you both later. Well, that's and just she normal. just kind of like, and she didn't say it like that. She said, well, good to see you guys. Yeah. yeah. I'm, you know, I'm she's very normal, super nice, but, but she doesn't mind it being quiet. She doesn't mind it being quiet. Mm-hmm. So if you take two therapists and one awkward person, <laughs> the awkward person is going to feel at least two times more awkward. To the magnitude of four, <laughs> more awkward. Yeah. That's my math. Her and Derek both from Veritasium, Derek, who we love, he's also fine with silence. And it's just funny because I'm fine with it too, but Sean really is not. And it's just these funny interactions where people are fine just being like, so yeah, it's been a fine day. And then like you take a drink or your drink and you kind of look around and Sean's like, I, I feel like to I have talk. to fill the, the, <laughs> fill the silence, you know? But a lot of those times, especially at... ThinkerCon, we were just like trying to take in our environment. Yeah. We we're like, oh, we're at this new place. This looks so cool. So many. But what you know, a wonderful event. Here, I'll, I'll sum it up real quick. Uh-huh. And then we got to get it. Got to get it. Got to get it. Got to get it. Oh, I have one more thing I want to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> to sum it up. Sorry, I had a little air bubble. I was going. Oh. To sum it up, I just want to bring up ThinkerCon one more time because I think it was one of the best events I've been to in the last yeah. 15 15 years easily. I can't wait to go back. We went to Huntsville, Alabama, which is uh, the center for space. aerospace, uh, space. space, the final frontier, rockets. It's got, a, it, it's weird because sometimes you encounter a city mm-hmm. or a community that is all military based. Uh-huh. 
uh, or a scientific base. You know, you, uh-huh. you get to certain towns that are known for something like, oh, this was a textile mill or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But this was rocket ships. Yeah. And so we saw like people from the Air Force, people from every branch of the military, it looked like. And then we saw rocket ships. And this is just how the community lives. Now, I'm not for everything being militarized, but you know it exists. So to walk through a military town- It was really town, cool and interesting. Oh, it was amazing. People were astronauts. I got to meet astronauts, Katie. Yeah, the oldest astronaut. He was awesome. He was awesome. And he sat through my, where I was talking to people about writing books. And Not the oldest astronaut, the oldest active. active. So he I could go to space active. at any time. And he was yeah. really progressive in his thinking. One of the funniest things about that. So I was giving, so at ThinkerCon, um, I- I had to do this like uh, presentation or kind of just a Q&A conversation about book writing and the process and things that people, because we were trying to learn from each other. It was a really great event because you got to learn about people who'd done different campaigns this way and that way and working with brands and writing books. and It's for uh, online creators. For educational creators. Yes. And uh, Dustin, uh, sorry, Destin. Destin from Smarter Every Day uh, was putting on an event, bring everyone together. Let's share some ideas. Mm-hmm. They did this at a former high school that mm-hmm. was reconfigured to be an, an event center, an art gallery, it was super cool, two you breweries, guys. a pinball alley. And then the axe throwing thing that I didn't do because I was kind of terrified. But of it, it was in a high school. So we all had lunch in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Everyone got access to a locker. Uh, it was so strange, but it was at the same time, the perfect place to learn. It was, you, you it was felt perfect like for what it was. We're it all was, going back to high school. It was, I loved it. I love, I cannot wait to do it again, but the oldest active astronaut, what a warm, gregarious, just super friendly guy. And he was sitting in my talk about book writing and I was saying how sometimes it's hard to interact with people who don't understand online creation when you're talking about work, because there's this level of like, we work in in a, a weird way and we're working a lot. And like, it was, it was nice for, I was talking about how nice it was to be at ThinkerCon with other educational creators and get to learn from them and how they teach other people. Anyway, I was just sharing in that experience and how, how I don't feel that with all sorts of other people. And he, his name is Donald Petit. Yeah. Petit? Petit. Petit. Uh, like Pitsy, but. Yeah. Petit. But American, like Petit. Um, anyways. And he, he was, he was so nice. So I said this and he said, I know, like when I come back from space and I try to like interact with people, they just don't get it. And like, it's so, I totally understand. Like he was relating with me and it was so sweet, but it just made me giggle inside because I was like, you're way more qualified. You're doing some wild things. It's such an elite club <laughs> and to be a I'm space And I'm talking cadet. about YouTube. <laughs> right. But he equated it, and and it was interesting. He related to it. It was Homeboy, very sweet and very. Oh my god, he was such a nice guy. He spent over a year in space, three hundred and sixty nine days, mm-hmm. sixteen hours and forty one minutes. He spent in space. Wow. I mean, and he's su- super fit too. For I remember. Oh yeah, you like, have to be though to be an astronaut, right? You have to because you got to fit through that little those little portholes. I'd get my fat can stuck in the <laughs> porthole and be like, "Sorry guys, well, but also, just give me a shove. Just push me through. Grease them up." <laughs> Right around the hips, grease them up. <laughs> I'll send you with some extra CBD oil or something. Um, no, but I I know that astronauts have to do those funny workouts because there's no gravitational weight to like do you know just body weight stuff. So they have like the stretchy bands and these things. Oh that yeah, try I'd, to do. I'd get some TikTok action up there in space. I'd be doing one arm push ups. I'd do no arm push ups, just like blowing. no arm push. <laughs> Blow with your air and 
over blow with your air, (laughs) your breath, (laughs) use science to like levitate myself by blowing with the air, you know, like, uh, just hook your feet in like a little something that you can hold. It actually probably take more strength than you realize to be flat like that and hold yourself out. That's why Rocky Balboa, when he's in Russia training and he does that crazy maneuver in the, I've never seen it and probably never will. What a training session that guy has in that movie. It's like training in space. Movie magic. It was was as if there was no gravity. Movie magic. Movie magic. Um, What was I going to say? I was going to say something. I was going to say something else, but you pulled it into the Rocky and now I forget. I have a habit of doing that. That's okay. But anyway, I know that people have to do certain things when they're up in space to like keep up their muscle mass because there's no weight. So your body like. Yeah. And then you come back to earth and you can like really be in like have issues. So you got to keep it up keep it up you got to keep it up baby on that note um oh last thing oh we were talking earlier and i said oh i will have another thing to say about how i know i should get off the internet Mm -hmm. and i get tiktok i don't know if you guys feel this way if you've ever been on tiktok if you have never been don't do it it's a rabbit hole and you can't get out but there's this guy that i like he's actually a teacher what he's actually a teacher in the uk and um he's also gay so don't worry about it but he does funny things on the internet. Okay. And it's like part one, part two. And he's into like part 87. Like he's been doing a lot of That's these. That's cool. And the last one I saw, the most recent one, was like m- misspellings. Okay. It was specific to that. So it's like people who misspell things and then people like screen grab horrible misspellings and share them on the internet. And it's hilarious. And this one, I'm just going to leave you guys with this because it's a, it's a funny, funny thing, is they said... uh. Even if you get in really late from your flight, just come on over. At least give me a hug before you go to sleep. I'll probably be comatose. That's what they meant. But what they wrote was comma toast. I'll be comatose. <laughs> Two words. C-O-M-M-A space T-O-A-S-T. Comma toast. Come a, come a, come a chameleon. Anyway, the guy who does it is great you come a toast, because you come like a his toast. laugh so much. Yeah. Because he's like, he can't even get through delivering what he, and so he has it behind him. There's this uh, effect you can do on TikTok where you show a meme or something behind you. You can do your background different. Oh, okay. So he makes his background the meme that he's addressing and he's in front of it. So you don't see it at first and he's like saying it and then he wheeze laughs like, <laughs> and then he moves and you see it. Oh, so good. But so you guys, we, we got to go or I'm about to be comatose. Comatose. All right. <laughs> well, listen, thank you uh, for hanging out. Yes. If you enjoy this, uh, don't forget to leave a review. Share, on- share, share, oh, yeah. share. Tell people about it. Tell your mother, your brother, your sister, your dog. All Start a peeps. listening party. I mean, you know. But all listen separately. So we got to get those downloads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching. Love and, you guys. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to send in your letters. Just a Thank weekend. you to our staff writers for writing all our segments. The writing pool is strong. Very strong. 10 out of 10. But you can send in your letters and your funny stories. What do we want them to send us this week? Well, there is the matter of the uh, torrid love story. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, that they're not going to write. We I think they that. will. I believe in them. We don't want that. I have no, not, not in a sexual way, a funny thing about like somebody draws a cover, I'll share it on Instagram and then somebody write a ridiculous introduction to this story. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe a book review yeah, of, book review. of a fake or, book. Or a exist. blurb, like a summary. What would be the summary? 
wow. of Canadian nights. I see it now. And then some people still know how trashy novels are written. If it's good enough, maybe we'll put out the second book, <laughs> Canadian Nights 2. No, I think T-O-O. it's like Canadian Siesta. Oh, we're going to Mexico? We're going. <laughs> you heard it here first. Take it on the road. Woo! <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, OTDMPod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.